Hello, passengers, <laughs> and welcome to the Midnight Train, America's second favorite podcast, where we bring the dark to light, where history never dies, and where listener discretion is always advised. We dive in to make fun of and joke about the creepy and unsolved mysteries of the world. Uh, you guys already know that. All while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. Yeah, we try to be a comedy podcast, make fun of things. I mean, you know, that's kind of what we do. But we do talk about some pretty dark topics sometimes. So if it gets a little sketchy and you're like, eh, I don't know if I would ever give it a chance. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Just give it a chance. You know, give it. A if you don't like it, you can fuck off or that. 10 seconds into this. <laughs> Welcome, new listener. <laughs> yep. Well, I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And of course, with me back in the co-host chair is the foul-mouthed Mr. Moody. Yeah. I don't know if I appreciate you calling me foul-mouthed. Well, not foul like, you know, a, ch a chicken or a turkey, but more like foul as in like... That would make, that would make more sense because I'm fat. <laughs> You chicken mouth. You chicken mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, we are back again. This is going to be a fun one. I absolutely love what we're talking about this week. And uh, Moody did the uh, the uh, initial research for this one. So good job, buddy. And uh, yeah, well, hey, you know, that's what I do, man. Yeah. Well, we, we will talk about other stuff that we need to discuss at the end of oh, the episode. What? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this, are you going to spring some shit? Are you firing me again? <laughs> but we'll talk about it at the end all right so let's let's turn right, down man. the lights adjust I'm our seats it's gonna be the back of your head the whole time and uh let's uh grab a drink all okay right, right. and let's oh i left my fucking drink in the kitchen oh you so well you know what you have enough yeah. time to run during the uh the oh, intro I'm to the song to. All right. I'm gonna go right now. But we are going to get... Hear my, you can hear my microphone, too. <laughs> what is he doing? In this week, we are going to get... Uh, how do we put it? Um, old Western. But you know what? First of all, thank you guys for listening. And uh, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. You gotta crack it. Yeah! Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Moody got himself a Wait high a life. Wait a minute, hold on one second. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> you know what? That actually might be fitting for this episode because it sounds like a stampede. So that might actually or, work. Or, or a freight train. Yeah, yeah, which could work as well. So first and foremost, yeehaw, motherfuckers! <laughs> Saddle up, get your guns, and don't forget your hat. That's right. Today we're going on an old school train and taking y'all back to the Old West. Mm -hmm. We're going to look oh, at... <laughs> 
We're going to look at some of the crazier mysteries of the Old West from here and the good old U.S. of A. For those unfamiliar with the Old West era of the United States, we're also going to do a a bit of a twofer here in this episode, so it might be a little bit longer. Uh, The first part will be a historical timeline of events leading up to and through the Old West era. And some of these uh, you may be familiar with, but there's going to be a bunch of crazy shit that you've probably never heard of. After that, we'll get into uh, some crazy mysteries of the Old West. You know what I'm yes. saying? <laughs> you see what I'm doing there? So I do want to, I, <laughs> I do want to preface the episode by saying that I did get uh, some information from Chainsaw because he grew up in the Old West. So, right, he, he was born. He was born in 1832. He told me so. Well, from what I heard, it was just called prime the, years were. Yeah, it was just called the West until he got there. Oh, and then it became the Wild West? No, it became the Old West. (laughs) 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 Ah, Sorry, sorry. Love you, Chainsaw. We miss you, buddy. All right, so the Old West period is generally defined as 1865 to 1895, but sometimes as late as 1916. Of course, many events, which is crazy to even think about, you know, truthfully. I know. Yeah, I know. 1916, you know, well, we're old. That was, that's fucking World War One, dude. Yeah, that's wild. So, of course, many Less. events, damn it. <laughs> many events took place that shaped the country and led to the Wild West era. So, let's start with this timeline and boy, howdy, do we start with the timeline. Dude. dude. So, 50,000 to 5,000 BC, Paleo-Siberians migrate to North America from Asia via the Bering Strait and Land Bridge. We're going Chainsaw way back. Led, Chainsaw led them there. That's right. He was the, you know, he was in the back of the pack. He was the pack <laughs> mule for everybody. He's like, I've got your loincloth. <laughs> Does anybody need a spear? <laughs> so, in, uh, let's see, from 1500 BC to 1000 AD, ancient Puebloan culture thrives in the Southwest. Uh, for, uh, from 15, 1540, uh, the year 1540, Francisco Vasquez de Coronado and Hernando de Soto led expeditions Very into the nice. Southwest. Thank you. Uh, Coronado was searching for gold. De Soto got as far as Oklahoma and said, fuck this, I'm out. In 1541, <laughs> pretty much. 1541, Francisco Vasquez de Coronado is the first white man, which sounds weird. To say it that way. Hey, Spanish people are white. Are they considered they're from Europe? Yes. Yeah, I guess they're European. I guess that I've would seen, be. I've seen. I've seen that argument many times. Because it's so weird when you think about that. Because Spanish, then you think of like Mexican, Latinas, and stuff like right. that. But I guess, right. yeah, I guess original traditional Spaniards European are Spaniards European. Are yeah, white. I guess yeah. they'd be considered white people. Well, that's white folk. Yeah. White folk. That's weird to even think about that. But he was the first one to visit the uh, the pueblos in New Mexico. Oh, uh, obviously, good. prior to it becoming New Mexico. And uh, that same year, Coronado's party crosses the Arkansas River and goes as far as the Kansas-Nebraska border. In 1542, Portuguese navigator Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo lands in San Diego, California. Obviously, what San becomes Diego. San Diego, a whale's vagina. <laughs> if you guys don't get that reference, uh, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, drink up. Drink, bitches. That's right. In 1548, Captain James Cook, seeking the Northwest Passage, charts part of the Oregon coastline. And this is all uncharted land at that time. So them going up there and being like, ooh, what's this? And then they're documenting it with like a quail 
or a, a, a quill, excuse me, a quail, <laughs> a quill and like some <laughs> blood from a quail. from that said porcupine. You know what I mean? I don't know. Also, that same year, English Naval Officer Sir Francis Drake was uh, all involved in this shit. And uh, that was and then uh, in that same following year. Pardon me. Uh, he became um, he claims California for Britain. Yeah. California used to belong to the Brits. That explains a lot. Yep. In 1610, Don Pedro de Peralta founds oh. Santa Fe, New Mexico. That is crazy oh. that Santa Fe was founded in 1610. That's right, buddy. That is insane. That's like before yeah. we became a country. Correct. Damn. That's just, I'm sorry. That's just insane to me. Um, Santa Fe. Six, it's, it's hot. It's just hot. <laughs> just hot down there. 1680, northern New Mexico Pueblo Indians, outraged by atrocities committed by Spanish explorers and colonists, resisted the Pueblo revolt. Many settlers are then killed, and the rest are driven south, where it's even hotter. In 1682, the Spanish established the first permanent settlement in Texas at, oh boy, is it Yesleta? Y-S-L-E-T-A. Yes, Isleta? Isleta? Isleta sounds, yeah, okay. All right, Isleta. We're, why uh, Slater? Why, why Slater? <laughs> I don't know. Why Slater? <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, which is uh, near present day El Paso. In 1706, Juan de Ilbari claims Colorado Ooh. for Spain. So now we've got the British owning um, California and the Spaniards owning uh, Colorado. Yeah. I'd rather have Colorado personally. Yeah, me too. In 1743, Louis Joseph and Francois, oh boy, Verendry, I'm going to Verendry maybe? I don't know. They explore South Dakota seeking a water route to the uh, the Pacific Ocean. In 17 all these, all these Frenchmen and Spaniards and their fancy names. I don't know none of this crap. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Let's be nice here. <laughs> Snake bite. <laughs> That's no an old problem, school Captain. reference. You guys got to go no back. Problem, and, Captain. That's right. Go back. General. General. That's, oh, general. It, it's a goddamn general. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to go back and listen to the Hatfields and McCoys uh, episode. It's one of our absolute favorites <laughs> because it's insane. Uh, 1769, the Spanish built Mission Basilica Santiago de Alcala was the first California mission. In 1781, Los Angeles, California is founded. Which is wild to think about. 1781. Los Angeles has been around since 17. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, And I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, Chainsaw was there when they cut the ribbon. (laughs) Yeah. In 1792-1804, Captain George Vancouver explores the coast of Washington. In 1803... Wonder what they named after him. (laughs) uh, Probably a lot, I would say. 1803, the Louisiana Purchase added to the United States Territory from the Gulf of Mexico to the Northwest. The price of the purchase was $15 million. Now, if you can do me a Holy big, shit. big favor there, buddy, can you yeah, look up you. the the <laughs> oh, uh, the cost, yeah. I guess, uh, dollar translation from 1803 to now? <laughs> so that was uh, um, signed on May 2nd. Of, of 1803 and that's basically if you guys don't know the Louisiana Purchase first of all you should have paid attention in history or whatever okay. how much be, uh, hold, hold on holy shit hold on a second <laughs> so many zeros you gotta scroll 
It would be equivalent to, it's actually still not that bad. Four, for that much land, $409,403,097.35. Okay, so like, wow, okay. So 4.09 million for- so Half a billion, half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars now, which is crazy, yeah, because that's really not a lot of money. And that they got- For 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 a third of the United correct. States. Correct, yeah, that's wild, <laughs> yeah. Um, that same year, the Lewis and Clark expedition begins ex- exploration of the West. In 1805, Lewis and Clark explore Oregon and Washington. In this dangerous year, Zubalon Pikes, which is the most amazing name ever. Uh, it's Zebulon. Yeah, Zebulon. What did I say? Zebulon. Zubulon? <laughs> yeah, you said something stupid. <laughs> Zebulon It's all Pike. them fancy names again. No, I didn't do much schooling, so... <laughs> Clearly, uh, <laughs> Zebulon Pike is probably the coolest name ever, by the way. Uh, it's not bad. His expedition explored the uh, American Southwest. Pike's Peak in Colorado was named after, well, let's say old Zebulon there. And uh, yeah. fun fact, Moody, Mr. Moody over here, Mr. Foulmouth <laughs> himself, has been Fuck off. up to the top of Pike's Peak. And uh, I believe he spent half the time throwing up in the bathroom due to how bad the altitude was and the sickness from it. That is absolutely correct. Dude, I got it. And it was quite possibly one of the worst, unless they've changed it, it is a awful drive up to the top. I can only imagine. Do you know how tall that is up there? Uh, It's over 14,000 feet. Yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah. And uh, there were no guardrails on the road all the way up to the top. And most of the time, there there were several spots when you were way the fuck up there that two cars could not fit through. So like somebody had to pull over while someone else went around. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the, dude, I'm for anyone who's never been to like Colorado or any like where there's mountains beautiful. and stuff or whatever, it's both well, beautiful, but the altitude will fuck you up. I went yeah. to Colorado. I went to um Colorado. Went to Denver and we ended up going to a little place out there called like Silver Creek or Silver Spring something like that. Yeah, and it was yeah. like it was like 14,000 foot above sea level. And we, I decided to, you know, we were going to go to a beer fest. It was the, uh, I forget what it was called. Anyway, doesn't matter what the beer fest was, but it was huge, right? So on the way there, I ate half an edible. (laughs) Okay. Now I'm already feeling the effects of the altitude. I may have told this story before, but um, we're drinking all day long. Come back. I'm feeling good. I mean, good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat the other half of the edible. That was a really bad idea because the altitude, the booze, and then the edibles kicked in and I tripped so hard, dude. I was like screaming for someone to come get me and and like ripping my clothes off trying to take a shower, but the shower wouldn't work. And I was just like, oh, dude, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. But the, the best part about it, the best part is that I yeah. woke up the next morning and my the, the center of my tongue had split because how dehydrated I was. Oh my God. Yeah. But I had zero hangover. I felt like a million bucks the next day. Dude, I'm just going to say this right now. When you get high before you drink, at least with me, and clearly it worked for you too, uh, I never get hungover. Well, you know what? I I get high before I drink, I don't get hungover. I think you also, when you're high and you drink, you drink in moderation. Where, like, if you're just drinking, you're probably going to drink more. Because you get that buzz eventually where you're kind of like, mm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. 
maybe science it's fucking science science so in 1807 science. <laughs> 1807 fur trapper john coulter explores the yellowstone area in wyoming oh. in 1810 mexico revolts against spanish rule they said nope peace Good. out yeah fuck dude the spanish were assholes back then yeah so so was britain though like the the I two mean, of them was. they were pretty yeah they were both kind of dicks so in 1812, the Russians built for, uh, Fort Ross, 50 miles north of uh, San Francisco, California. And yeah, so apparently the fucking Russians were in the Old West. Yeah, I, that surprised me. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, I didn't know that either. That same year, a Scottish party makes the first permanent settlement in North Dakota. So now we've got Scott, Scottish people in there. They're like, this place is fucking great. It's getting crazy. How did, why did they go Minnesota? Scottish people? North Dakota. North, oh yeah, North Dakota. Okay, that's probably not better. That. Not better. Yeah, I mean, they, they were probably just like, "This is a great place to golf." I don't know. Like, I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, there's so much room here. <laughs> uh, that's nothing. Also, that same year in 1812, Missouri Territory was organized. Okay, and that was on June 4th. On March 3rd of 1820, the Missouri Compromise was passed, primarily oh. regulating slavery in the Western territories. It prohibited uh, prohibited slavery for all new states north of Arkansas, except for Missouri. Why was Missouri out of that? I don't know. No, oh, should ask Chainsaw. By the way, I... yeah. <laughs> On March 9th of that same year, eighteen twenty, the Land Act of well, you guessed it, eighteen twenty was enacted <laughs> to eliminate the purchase of public land in the United States on credit and reduce the tract's minimum size from one hundred and sixty to eighty acres. The act also reduced the price per acre and paved the way for Western expansion. So in other words, it was like, we got to get motherfuckers out here. Let's lower the costs, but give them smaller amounts of land. Yeah, but you couldn't buy it on credit either. You had to, right. It was strictly a cash business. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. So the first, uh, that same year in 1820, the first American traders also started arriving via the Santa Fe Trail in Santa Fe, New Mexico. By this time, more than 20,000 Native Americans lived in virtual slavery at the California missions. And this is this is where it starts getting real fucked up for our uh, our our country's history here, folks. Just saying. Mm. Not that it wasn't before, but it gets real ugly. 1821. This is when when the Americans start to do the shit. Correct. Yeah, it was bad. It's not the Spanish anymore. It's the Americans. When we become the dicks. Correct. We used to be the buttholes getting screwed by the dicks. Now right. we're becoming the dicks. The dicks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 1821, uh, led by Stephen Austin, uh, Austin, excuse me, the first American settled in Texas. When asked by his group why they were settling there, he replied, quote, because Stone Cold said so. And then he crushed two beers together and stunned anyone who asked any questions. Okay, that last part's not true, but he did actually do that. <laughs> Also in 1821, that goes out. That by the way, that that goes out to Justin, uh, who is one of our biggest supporters, and he's a huge wrestling guy, so he'll love that. So, <laughs> also in 1821, the U.S. government began moving the five civilized tribes of Southeast America, the Cherokee, Creek, Seminole, Choctaw, and Chickasaw, to lands west of the Mississippi River because they wanted their land. So, hey, how about we just let's just go this way a little bit? So, so real quick. On the uh, on the timeline that I got this from, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you if you read the timeline, which I have the website in there later, so you guys can go check that out on your own if you'd like. Uh, but in in the timeline, when it says the five civilized tribes, civilized is in quotation marks. 
Yeah, I, I noticed that. Well, and I was like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. Well, because they weren't, not, I guess, bar- barbarians. Like, like what? What was it? Like, well, I just think it's. I just think it's fight. They. It was just like, yeah, they're basically just saying like they're still fucking animals, but they're like, oh, tame them. oh, yeah. It's, that's that's how I read it. Yeah, anyways. that's that's, that's super not cool. No, that's fucked. Anyway, it's not at all. 1822, mountain man James Bridger makes the first expedition into the Rocky Mountains. 1823. I would, totally, I would have totally been a mountain man, dude. Yeah, you look like a mountain yeah. man. You would be a mountain man. I would. I mean, but now you're a Viking. So I am. You are. I am. And that's a talk for a different time. Sure. We should totally do an episode about Vikings and then have like you and Ray just talk about shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. That's I'm coming sure up. We're going to do that. He would, he would probably do it. Yeah, of course. Raise our, raise our boy. So in 1823, Mexico becomes a republic. Mexico. Viva la Mexico. Or El Mexico. I'm not sure how that works. That same year, the first permanent settlement in Nebraska is established at Bellevue that same year. On June 2nd of 1823, uh, 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 Arikara people attacked William Ashley and his band of fur traders at the present-day border between North and South Dakota. This event would be the most important of the early 19th century battles between natives and mountain men. So this, like, kicked off some, like, it's a big shit. I, I thought this was weird because I've never heard of those people in my life. The Have Arikara? That name no, I've never yeah. heard that before. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, we should maybe dive into that too and see. Like, they probably don't exist there's, anymore there's, because of this. There's actually a lot of stuff when I was doing this timeline uh, that I really think would make good episodes. So cool. I'm definitely going to have to go back through and, and Absolutely. check some of this stuff out. Uh, let's see. August of 1823, a force of 500 Sioux and 200 American soldiers led by Colonel Henry Leavenworth retaliated by attacking the Arakara. Again, it's probably what wiped him out. 1824, James Bridger discovers the Great Salt Lake. And everyone stood in astonishment because it's a salt lake. They're like, I, I, Ooh. I think it's weird like to think about that. Like, what year is that? Uh, 1824. Nobody knew about the Great Salt Lake until 18-fucking-24, dude. That was... Well, the the local... That's fucking crazy, though. I'm sure the Arikara people probably did. Well, no, they were up in North Dakota. North and South Dakota, yeah. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Fucking Utah. Well, there had to have been. But I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. Well, I'm sure, like, natives... Nobody documented it, yeah. Right. But, like, they were discovering giant lakes (laughs) in fucking 1820. Right. So, uh, also that same year, Congress creates the Bureau of Indian Affairs, which is always fun. Oh. Yeah, it's a good thing, right? I'm sure that went well. Nope, that's a bad thing. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. In 1826, on January 24th, the Creek people agreed to cede their land in Georgia and move west. Oh, they just agreed. How nice of them. I'm sure there weren't like, you know. Sure. I was going to say. <laughs> threats of death upon their entire. <laughs> agreed yeah. slash coerced. Yeah, maybe? forced, maybe. <laughs> Quotes, hang on, hang on, forced. <laughs> and it was the first of a series of removal treaties. On December 16th of 1826, Benjamin Edwards wrote into Mexican-controlled... Oh, I had this word down. This... Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches, yeah. Yeah. This this little blurb to me is, for some reason, I read this and I just started fucking laughing. Well, he wrote into Mexican-controlled Nacogdoches, or Nacogdoches, Texas, and proclaimed himself the ruler of the Republic of Fredonia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Edwards negotiated an agreement with the Cherokee people offering to share Texas in exchange for their help and defense against the Mexican soldiers. Six weeks later, 
Edwards's really bad plan. It disintegrated and he fled away into the United States for sanctuary. This fucking dude just rolled in. He's just like, hey, I'm a leader of Fredonia. Yeah. And uh, we're going to fight the fucking Mexicans now. He walks in. And everyone's like, okay. Everybody listen. I am your new leader. And we shall call it Fredonia. Now come help me. And everyone's looking around like, uh, <laughs> all right. And then six and then, weeks later. And then, dude, that's the best part. Six weeks later, after his clearly shitty plan started to backfire, he was like, well, I'm going to get going. I'll see you guys. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're, help! In 1827, Fort Leavenworth is established in Kansas to protect travelers on the Santa Fe and Oregon trails. That same year, Dr. John McLaughlin built the first sawmill in the Pacific Northwest, which would later become Oregon. And I'm sure that was a huge deal because, I mean, all the trees. Now, guess what? You can start building homes and building things out there. So that was a big, big move. Uh, in 1830, on May 26, the Indian Removal Act was passed, which uh, is even worse than the other one we talked about. Sounds it sounds pleasant. Yeah, removal. Hmm. Sure that uh, I'm sure it was. You know, we would go in there and be like, um, "Excuse me, can you guys? Is there any way we could get you guys to just, you know, <laughs> kind of get out of here?" Hey guys, <laughs> I know you've been here for a long time, but we really need this. We life. really like it. No, it was more like, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah, not not good. So in 1831, on February 24th, the Treaty of Dancing Rabbit Creek, the first oh. removal treaty per the Indian Act, a removal act, was proclaimed. I love how they try to name it something relative to like the Native Americans. Yeah. Dancing Rabbit yeah. Creek. In other words, instead of the instead of the we'll fuck you up if you don't correct. leave the treaty. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, apparently they thought get the fuck out was too uh too aggressive. <laughs> So the Choctaw and Mississippi ceded land east of the river in exchange for payment and land in the west. Mm. Oh. Sounds like a good deal, right? Yeah, On May like $6 or something. Right. On May 27th, trapper explorer Jedediah Smith was killed by Comanche Indians on the Santa Fe Trail. Ooh, that That's, can't be good. That same year, Jim Bowie invented a uh um what what did he invent again? Bowie. Pocket knife. Bowie. Pocket knife? Butterfly knife. Bowie. No, it's David the Bo- Bowie. It's the Bowie knife. It's the he invented oh, David oh. Bowie. <laughs> yeah, he was sitting around one day. He's like, you know, it'd be really cool. Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy fucking Stardust, man. <laughs> we need to get us. We'll call him. His name will be David Bowie, and then he'll play a guy named Ziggy Stardust. And I got an idea. We'll give him two different colored eyes. It'll oh, make him great. weird, man. Tell you, be like, if we kind of make him androgynous, so no one really knows what he's doing. Hey, Jim, uh, won't you just make that fucking knife and shut up? <laughs> so yes, ideas, he made the Bowie man. knife. You can't stifle my creativity. <laughs> I got ideas. <laughs> so yes, he made the Bowie knife. And if you guys ever, if you don't know what it looks like, Google it if you want to. It's a just a great big outdoor like chopper kind of knife. Big old, big old knife. Yeah. In 1832, um, uh, April 6th, uh, the Black Hawk War began with the Sac and Fox people. Uh, they were try, uh, tried to plant their uh, cornfields, and uh, they, apparently they were repulsed by the white people, and the Indians were forced to leave Illinois. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know 
I, so I read that and I, I don't know what that really means. I don't know if that's like a weird translation of something or I, yeah, I don't know. I wonder, I, I wonder I, instead of repulsed, if it was like, it, instead of repulsed, like forced out is what they meant by that. Yeah, man. I don't know. You know what I mean? No, no, it's just a weird, it was a weird. Yeah. I, I didn't know what they were trying to say, so I just left it as is. <laughs> all you hear is they're out there like Ew. trying to play a corn and they're looking over like, oh God, she's so fucking ugly. Look at her white Ew. face. Oh, uh, like you can almost, uh, like you can almost see through their skin. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Sitting tree, grab oh. me a bag. Uh, anyway. That one's got, what is that? What the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> you know, so on October 20th of 1832, in the Treaty of uh, Pontotoc Creek, the Chickasaw Nation ceded northern uh, Mississippi and moved west of the Mississippi River. And you guys see a trend going on here, right? And uh, the uh, on 1833, on January 12th, a law was passed making it unlawful for any native person to remain within the boundaries of Florida. Yeah, that one fucked me up. That's fucking that, yeah. crazy. They legit made a law. And there was a lot of fucking natives down there, like the Seminoles and shit. Dude, there was a lot. No, seriously. Okay. And they made it illegal for them to stay there. Passengers think of it this way. Somebody comes into your house, forces you out, and then says, you can't come into this neighborhood. And then the government goes, oh, no, it's illegal. You can't come there. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's fucking crazy. And we did that. Oh, boy. Also in this year, Samuel Colt invents something that was pretty cool too. What was it? It was a uh, horse. Uh, no, he invented a horse. There are horses that are Colts. Those are the actually Indianapolis smaller. Colts. Uh, I don't think football, team. football was around quite yet. No. Um, oh, the revolver. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, the door that goes in a circle. <laughs> I couldn't even hold no. it. <laughs> no, <laughs> the the pistola. The gun, oh. the pew pew, yes. Oh. And that changes okay. a lot of shit back then. And uh, Colt is still making weapons until this day. So, And they're actually they beautiful. They make beautiful guns. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah, he's been around this whole time. <laughs> just forging them in his basement. Yeah, It's wild. Him and Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the materials and... Or Chainsaw gets the materials and he makes them. <laughs> Chainsaw brings them the materials Colt makes them and then chainsaw drives them to where they gotta go that's it yeah that's that's how yeah. the whole process works you guys didn't know where guns came from did you oh no you do yeah, yeah. and so I used to he used to do it by horse and buggy though and now he does it by <laughs> he does a truck it, the, the pony express was started by chainsaw <laughs> so in 1834 on June 30th the Indian Intercourse Act created Indian territory in present day Oklahoma not a big fan of the way that was named I agree I uh, I started reading that and I was like, where is this going? Yeah, the Intercourse Act. Okay. The territory also included parts of Kansas and Nebraska, but these lands were taken back when the Kansas and Nebraska territories were created in 1854. So here, you guys can have these. And second thought, 20 years later, in 1835. The, that shit like that is where the term Indian giver came from. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. not not It's not good. Don't call people Indian givers. It's, it's, it's so not good. Good. Just like when yeah, people say, assholes. yeah, that's better. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, 1835, on October 2nd, the first battle of the Texas Revolution took place as U.S. settlers defeated a Mexican cavalry near the Guadalupe River. 
Also that year, on November 13th, Texans officially proclaimed independence from Mexico, calling it the Lone Star Republic. That's right. Texas used to be a part of Mexico. And it was its own fucking thing. It was its own, yeah, for for a while, yeah. Like, it was a Lone Star Republic. It was its own country. And it's, we've talked about, I think we talked about this last episode, where it should be its own country. Yeah, might as well. Same with New York, or same with California. Yeah. Nobody wants California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you guys live out in California, I'm sorry. I mean, it's pretty, but anyway. It's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> I didn't say that. You can send all hate mail too. <laughs> Moody at. Oh, except for, I, I do like San Diego. San Diego is pretty sweet. Dude, San Diego. beautiful there. Like, it was nice. Sonoma's awesome. Napa's awesome. Like, those, dude, they're freaking amazing, dude. Yeah, if you're stupid and like wine, man. But LA can literally go fuck itself. Oh, yeah. It is yeah. the worst. The worst. Yeah, Baker's, Bakersfield is a basically a giant shit pile. Well, there's a lot of those out there, though. I mean, that's like anywhere. Like, we, we're when you here. Start getting, like, when you start getting up north in California, it, it kind of goes to hell. Like, there ain't... Uh, no, well, yeah, you're right. But also, we're also here in northern, uh, northeastern Ohio, and it was, what, 60 degrees two days ago? And then it was... Uh, it was... <clears throat> it was when I woke up and went to work. This was what? What's today? Today's Thursday, Thursday, so Tuesday. So yesterday it was when no, it was, yeah, it was Tuesday. Uh, I woke up and left my house. It was sixty degrees when I went to work. Uh huh. At ten o'clock in the morning, it was still fifty-five degrees outside. Mm-hmm. At two o'clock, or I'm sorry, at noon when I went to lunch, it was thirty degrees outside. And when I left work at four thirty, it was snowing. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up. Uh, I woke up this morning, or Wednesday was all fucking cold and shit. Brutal I woke cold. Woke up this morning and everything was covered in snow, and it's gonna be fifty something tomorrow. So we can't really talk a lot of shit. Is all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. We can't. Yeah. So there it I is. Think we can. I'm, well, we can, but but we have to justify it by saying that. So no, we don't. We don't have to justify shit. I am, and I will. Sorry. Okay. So the, also in, uh, in 1835, uh, let's see, no, 1836, I'm sorry, uh, February 24th, the Alamo is attacked by Mexican forces. You guys probably heard about this. And all of its more than 180 defenders are slain, including William Travis, Jim Bowie, and Davy, Davy Crockett. Why and, didn't they just hide in the basement? There is no what? basement. There's no basement <laughs> at the Alamo. By the way, have you been? Have you been to the Alamo? I have. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. It's cool. Did you do you do you get that reference? The basement in the Alamo? That's from Pee Wee, right? Okay, all right. Just make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I dude, I got no, you. No, the Alamo is weird because it's like you see pictures of it and it looks like it's like in the middle of the desert. No, it's, it's in like the middle of in the middle. It's in the middle of a city. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> literally like downtown. Like you, and nothing. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. but shops and shit all around it, and it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. No, it's not yeah, at all. It's very, very... Well, I mean, that's that's also all that's left of it. I'm sure it was yeah. bigger at the time. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, let's see. Where was I at here? Uh, David, okay, uh, so uh, 1836, Texans under Sam Houston defeated the Mexican army and captured General Santa Ana at the Battle of uh, oh, San... Yeah, I'm going to say Jacinto? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that, that same yeah. year. Also, yeah. Texas officially becomes a republic at this point in time. So before they were like calling themselves a republic, but now they are a republic. They are their own entity. On June 17th, the Cherokee began the Trail of Tears, a 1,200-mile forced march from the east to present-day Oklahoma, and it is super fucked up. 
A smallpox yeah. epidemic north of San Francisco killed over 60,000 natives and just an absolute embarrassing point in our nation's history because uh, smallpox was brought to them by us. So yeah. not only are we going to force them out and make them walk thousands of miles away with zero to nothing. I'm, in fact, I think they got what a blanket in and in yeah, and the blankets were laced with smallpox. Correct. And it killed 60,000 fucking people. Uh, in 1839, Missourians near far west Missouri are no happier about the Mormons than those near Zion some five years earlier. If you guys don't know about this whole thing, this is fucking wild. The, As, uh, so to, to preface this, because I didn't uh, I didn't add that apparently uh, earlier, um, five years earlier, whatever the Mormons moved in towards, I believe. Uh, I think it was near Kansas City or something. It was in Kansas. And literally where they were at, the people in that area were just like, you guys need to get the fuck out of here because we don't want any of you here. Yeah. So they fucking boot, they booted them out. Yeah. And listen, if you if you happen to be a practicing Mormon, and you probably aren't listening to this, but if you happen to be, <laughs> it's a little bit different now than it was back then. Um, yeah. and, 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 and it's, it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. There's, there's more, there's more about the Mormons coming up. Oh yeah. Too. Oh yeah. It fucking blew my mind. And it's insane. So as the far West has grown to some 5,000 people at this point, the anti-Mormon hysteria starts to get even worse and the Mormons form, ah, they form their own army. Yeah. Yep. After it's several great, skirmishes between the two Mormon factions. Army. Yep. Missouri orders the Mormons from the state. So Missouri's like, you guys gotta go. Get and the fuck yep. out of here. So they actually had a Mormon army. So it was probably yeah. like one dude and a bunch of chicks. <laughs> Sorry, no. Said not okay. On March 19th. No, uh, actually, because at this point, I, I actually think it's in here somewhere on the timeline. At this point, uh polygamy wasn't a part of the Mormons, I don't think. Oh, I think really? It comes later. Yeah, oh. I believe that's actually in the timeline. I, I could be mistaken. Though. What when Joseph Smith pops in? Oh God! And it's so crazy no, to think Brigham, about too. Brigham Young. Oh Brigham, yeah, okay. He's so, the one that I believe declared uh, that polygamy. Of was... course he did. Oof. On March nineteenth of eighteen forty. Oh, dude, the, the, it's all of it's not good. The Republic of Texas soldiers killed some thirty uh, Penataka Comanche leaders, uh, warriors, and five women and children in the Council House fight in San Antonio. On May 10th of 1840, Mormon leader Joseph Smith moved his band of followers to Illinois to escape the hostilities they experienced in Missouri. <laughs> so they bounced around quite a bit. August 11th of 1840, after the Council House fight in San Antonio, Texas, the Comanche retaliated by raiding villages throughout the Guadalupe Valley. When the Texas Army and Rangers went after them, the Battle of Plum Creek was fought on August 11th, resulting in a decisive defeat of the Comanche. So it just... Again, it's this whole, <sighs> we're going to move in and take your stuff, but if you fight back, we're going to call you the outcast and go after you even harder and make it even worse yeah. for you. So you really didn't, and the Native Americans really didn't have a, I mean, the fight in them and the the determination to be like, no, fuck that is amazing. But they were outgunned yeah. almost every time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1841, the first covered wagons to travel the Oregon Trail arrive in Sacramento, California. And you know you guys have probably played that game that I have never played. We've talked about that. In August of uh, 14th of 1842, the Second Seminole War ended. Natives were removed from now Florida to Oklahoma because remember, no, they weren't allowed to be in Florida. 
1845, John O'Sullivan, a newspaper editor, claimed that it was the manifest destiny of the United States to take Texas and spread to the Pacific Ocean. Then, Texas is brought into the Union. So, 1845. 1846, that piece of shit that uh, Moody was just talking about, Brigham Young and 3,000 Mormons set out for Utah on a on February 4th of that same year. Good. Yep. On May Fuck. 8th... <laughs> yeah, exactly. On May 8th, the first major battle of the Mexican War was fought at Palo Alto, Texas, Ooh. resulting in a victory for General Zachary Taylor's forces. Zachary Taylor. General Zachary Taylor. Mm-hmm. He was, a, yeah, he was a president. Yeah. On May 13th, the U.S. Congress declared war on Mexico. Oh, um, shit, son. Yep, that same year, the Black Bear Revolt begins in California. Also, the American flag is raised in Monterey, California. Ooh. Then the United States, in treaty in a treaty with Britain, obtained the Oregon Territory. And then Mormons established the first permanent settlement in Idaho, which is crazy because I always think you always think of Utah when it comes to Mormons or whatever, but I guess they actually were all over the fucking place. And then um, we've actually talked about this one too. The Donner Party is trapped in the Sierra Nevada when winter descends. And if you want to go back and listen to that, well, there's cannibalism involved and all kinds of crazy shit. 1847, on January 13th, the Treaty of Cahuanga. <laughs> am I saying that? I'm not even saying it right, am I? I don't fucking know, dude. Cahunga. Cahunga. How's it, how's it, how's it spelled? C-A-H-U-E-N-G-A. Cahuanga? That's why I said Cahuanga, right? Or Cahuanga. Maybe, maybe it's a soft H, like Cahuanga. Or Cahuanga. Kahuanga. Kawabunga. Okay, anyway. Um, That ended the Mexican-American War in California. On January 19th, the Pueblo people of Taos, Taos, I'm going to say New Mexico. Taos. Taos. It's it's Taos? Yes. They struck back, attacking a Taos home that Governor Charles Bent was visiting, murdering his guards, and then killing him. Fifteen more white settlers were killed before Colonel Sterling Price came in and fucked everybody up. Dude, they had such like cool great names. names. Great names. We're not using Colonel any of those. Sterling Price. Sterling. And what was the other guy's name earlier that I screwed up? The- Zebulon Pike. Zebulon. It sounds like you're a transformer. You know what I mean? Like go 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 go. I am Zebulon. You know what I mean? Like it's a great name. Do you, do you like my transformer sound? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was horrible. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, let's see. Uh, uh, then the Mormon, the Mormons actually arrive at the uh, Great oh. Salt Lake in Utah that hey. same year. Then in 1948, on May 19th, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo ends the Mexican War. Oh, the United Guadalupe States gets mm-hmm, the United States gets more than one half million square miles, including what will become Jesus. the states of California, Nevada, Utah, most of New Mexico, and Arizona, with parts of Wyoming and Colorado just sprinkled in there. Holy fuck. Yeah, we got a lot. Texas is also ceded to the United States. Oh, shit. There we go. Mm -hmm. James Marshall mm -hmm, discovered gold at Sutter's Mill in California. And that shit started a whole trickle thing. Then Oregon is organized as a territory. The state of Deseret or Desiree. I'm not real sure how to pronounce this one here. It's D-E-S. It's dessert, man. It's not dessert. Unless you say unless you say dessert, the state of hot fudge Sunday. <laughs> I like that dessert state. 
I think it's Deseret. I will we'll call it that. I'm, I'm stupid. So, so it was incorporated by the Mormons, includes Utah, most of Nevada and Arizona with parts of Oregon, Idaho, Wyoming, New Mexico, and Colorado. So what the Mormons are trying to do is go against the U.S. government and try to take over their own territories. Yeah. They're, they're trying to make the old, uh, the old United States of fucking Mormons, man. <laughs> it's insane. Like, it's so insane to me. Uh, so in 1849, 80,000 49ers make their way to California in search of gold. That's Would a you big ass football team? Dude. <laughs> Would you like to explain what 49ers are? They're fucking gold miners, dude. That's it. They were all the people that it was a gold rush, man. Yeah. The gold rush. I honestly off the off the top of my head can't remember why they call them 49ers, but but for yeah, for shits and giggles, that's what it is. It's it's just everyone, like, they heard gold and everyone wanted to make it rich. And a lot of people did. A lot of people made a lot of fucking money back then. Fucking hell yeah, they did. Because they found this thing that was allegedly rare at the time, which it's really not. And they decided that that's, it's worth a certain amount. And that's what our currency in the United States was actually based off of was gold. You know, yeah. so gold was has always been a very, very affluent thing for us. Oh, uh, it was because it was 1849. What a that's <laughs> shut up. So, the, yeah. so the San Francisco 49ers football team were named that because guys going to get gold did it in 1949. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man, um, I'm, I'm like crying lie. over here. <laughs> I'm a little upset about that whole thing. <laughs> I'm crying. Holy shit! I thought there was. I thought there was a more yeah like, same cool I, I, explanation. Yeah, I thought there was something not. like yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Like it took 49 days to get there or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. No, no. It's just because they <laughs> named them after the year. So if it, if it was done in 1950, yeah, they'd be called the 50s, the or the 50 ers the 50 ers <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. So in January... It was in 1869. Oh, <laughs> the boy. 69ers! Woo! Oh, shit, <laughs> My great-grandpappy was a 69er. Yes, he was. Sorry. That's how he met my grandmammy. <laughs> that's how I got here. Um, <laughs> in January of uh, 1849, uh, 1849, Old Dry Diggins, California... Oh, boy. Yeah. Was unofficially... Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a unofficially renamed Hangtown when a mob ran down three men who reportedly tried to rob a local gambler. The men were flogged and hanged on Main Street that same year. Flogged. flogged. Oh, yeah. They basically they whipped the shit out of them. That's a term that needs to, they need to bring that back. Flogging? Like, you imagine, like, you're watching the news. It's like, like, tonight, you, like, you flip on the news and the lady's like, Today in the you know downtown area, two men were flogged on their way home from work. Yeah, you really don't two see unidentified males. You really don't see that a lot today, like unless your name's Molly. Flogged. That's it. Instead of beaten. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, you yeah that was a bad. <laughs> flogging Molly is a great band. Anyway, I, they're a great band, but that was great. a terrible joke. You're a terrible joke. So at a Chinese camp that same year in California, the first outbreak of anti-Chinese violence erupted due to a depression in the mining industry when white miners attempted to rid the Chinese miners from the community. So let's go after what? another course. Oh, God. Then that same year, outlaw Joaquin Marietta 
and his brother were arrested in Murphy's, California for robbery. Joaquin was tied to a tree and brutally beaten. His brother was hanged and his wife was raped. Not good. Yeah. Seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Afterward, when when he tried to file charges, okay, so he wasn't beaten to death. He was just beaten. No, they just beat the living. They flogged the shit out of him. Right. He was told that it was not illegal for whites to rape Mexican women or for whites to kill Mexicans. Yep. Murrieta would. Should we even try to unpack that one? No. No. All we can say is that that folks, our ancestors were stupid. Like stupid, like fucking ridiculous to it. And it was that time. And, 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 but it wasn't just like that here. And I'm not trying to give any kind of consultation to that in any way and say like, okay, well, this is what's happened. But I mean, everywhere, everybody had this, like, I don't know, fear. It was fear. I think of, of, of different, um, um, different people, you know, like if you were, if you I were black, do. yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. it's, it's stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, anyway, he would retaliate. Murrieta here would re- retaliate by beginning a series of raids and criminal activities throughout the state. He was like, okay, it's that's illegal. What, that's but, what I'm talking about. Dude, I've I, done you know, the same fucking thing. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I'd have been taking those motherfuckers out one by absolutely. one. Absolutely. In 1850, Levi Strauss began manufacturing uh, these things that, what was it again? It was for gold miners at first. Panned. Uh, not gold pan, so they could pan gold. Not pan, no, no, but in, uh, sifters, the little sifter things. Wait, it reminds me of pans, though. Oh, oh, spam, spam, trousers, trousers. Yes, okay. yeah. Okay, made of twilled cotton cloth, known as jeans in France. Oh, oh. but jeans with jeans. a G, which is kind of crazy. It's G E N E S, and then we fucking French. People. And of course, we take it and we go. You know, we like that word, but that's way too Frenchy for us. Let's put a J on the front of that. That G makes it look really foo-foo. I don't like that shit. What are geans? <laughs> so Strauss had intended to make tents. Okay, so he actually started off wanting to make tents, but nobody would buy them, so he decided to make pants instead. you just, instead. like, accidentally say the word gay? What? You're just like, gay? He just wanted to make tents. I know I didn't say Gay? Yes, you did. No, I did not. Or I'll go back and listen you to that. Were, you were, you were trying, I think you were like, maybe about I said, to say maybe something. I said K? No, you said gay. I don't think so. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who is gay who's listening, I did not mean anything in- unintentional about that. I'm so no, sorry. No, I'm not saying you, I'm yeah. not saying you did. It was just like, I think you were in between words and it came out as the word gay. Just gay. <laughs> just gay. Well, I, I, I am ha- I am I am happy, Moody. I'm happy to be here right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh this guy. Yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> so on September 9th of 1950, California was admitted to the union and we've regretted it ever since. On also, California does know how to party though. Yeah. There was a song written about that. Yeah. They did actually say that at one point in time. Yeah, California knows how to party. If you don't put the video of you doing that up, I swear to God, dude. Well, that's Tupac, baby. Oh my God, I love him so much. And Dr. Dre, I love him too. 
Okay, so uh, let's see. So in <sighs> September 9th, so the same year too, uh, New Mexico and uh, same day, New Mexico and Utah were organized as territories. Then on September 29th, President Millard Fillmore appointed Brigham Young the first governor of Utah Territory. Fun fact, the uh, my first house that I lived in when I was born was on Fillmore Street. Huh. Uh, yeah. Was he the one that was considered the like eighth most attractive president that we just talked about like last last episode? Uh, I don't think so. Was that him? No. I don't know. I have to go back. Maybe there's a lot of information anyway. Okay. <sighs> So uh, let's we'll see look here. Up sexiest president. <laughs> <laughs> so he just he appointed Brigham Young the first governor of Utah. So the crazy guy with the Mormons that went all over the place and shit, who was trying to take over everything, basically was like he he looks at him and goes, "Listen, just take Utah. Stop fucking around. <laughs> like just take Utah. Be done." And he's like, "Well, there's nothing out here. I know, but just take it. Do whatever you want with it." And it kind of appeased Brigham Young at that point in time. So, uh, okay, uh-oh. really quickly, uh, I do remember who the guy that we were just talking about was. Uh, on this list, he's the number one sexiest president. It was Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce? Yes. Damn. Must have been a good looking uh, guy. Also, do, do you want to hear the quick top 10 sexiest presidents? Of course we do. All right. Number 10, James A. Garfield. <laughs> good looking he's not a bad looking guy I, I don't know if i even know what he looks like number nine teddy roosevelt okay okay number with the eight. mustache okay yeah plus eight, plus james, my favorite james president Monroe. too teddy roosevelt took a freaking gunshot to his ribs yeah. and still and, and did his speech. his speech and told yeah. them not to hurt the guy that did it like he's just That's a badass true. yeah okay who number was great was james monroe okay he was the uh fifth president okay number seven Everyone's favorite, Abraham Lincoln. He was seven. Yeah, he's number. I don't think he's a good looking. I mean, do they take really. like you know personality into account? Is that what they're doing? Maybe he was good looking when he was younger. You know, maybe maybe okay. he just got yeah, you know, maybe. It was a hard. It was hard life back then. You know, yeah. you get older, you're all ragged. Listen again, uh, another badass six. dude was like an amazing wrestler yeah. and like wrestled bears and yeah. shit. So yeah, yeah. Uh, number six, Harry Truman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, number five, Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, with the beard. Yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's not a bad-looking fella. Mm-hmm. Number four, Ronald Reagan. In his younger years, again, I could see that. I was going to say, again, I feel yeah. like that was maybe in the younger years. That's why he became number an actor. Three, mm-hmm. Number three, Barack Obama. Okay, not a bad-looking guy. Uh, number two, John F. Kennedy. JFK. Yeah, I knew that for yeah. sure. So wait a minute. And this, number one was Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce beat out John F. Kennedy? I'm looking at this picture, dude. Uh, you know, Franklin Pierce is... Moody's like... Really? I have to look it up. We'll post I a picture not, of Franklin Pierce. I'm not gay. <laughs> but if I was and I had to bang a president... It'd be Franklin Pierce? Franklin Pierce. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll have to look at that. looking guy. All right. The hair leaves a bit to be desired. He the haircut's di- bad. It was a different time. But he's... But he's, he's, yeah, he's not a bad looking fella. All right. But you, okay. In your personal opinion, more handsome mm-hmm. than JFK. Uh, I don't know, man. If you're looking at the pictures they put up, then yes. Really? What do they make JFK look ugly or something? Eh, it's just an older picture. JFK of was a very, old, but he was a very, very handsome guy. <laughs> they have honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Al Gore, the <laughs> vice president. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, okay. uh, 
Philip Hamilton, the famously dueled to death son of Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, and, he went uh, to oh, a, he went, went to avenge, avenge his uh, father's death or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then this one, they went outside of the uh, presidents. They went with a uh, royal family and Prince Harry. Of course, the honorable mention. Of course, yeah, yeah Prince Harry. Yeah. Wait, is that the guy who lost all his hair? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyways, anyways. there you go. <laughs> you got a little extra in that one. Now, dude, this episode's been. It's now it's a threefer. Yeah, now it is. We, we call that a threesome. Sexiest, sexiest presidents, and you know, strange old west stuff. So did did we just run a train on the threesome? Is that what we just did? You fucking know it, buddy. Damn straight. So November 29th of uh, that same year, (laughs) the San Francisco grand jury condemned gambling as a, quote, crying evil and urged that something must be done about prize fighting as well as numerous houses of ill dispute or ill repute. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Repute. repute. Ill repute. That's them damn whorehouses. And that's where mommy used to go. <laughs> 1853 on February 8th, Washington is organized as a territory. Okay. On July 25th of 1853, in a macabre instance of rough frontier justice, California Rangers claimed a $6,000 reward for bringing in the severed head of that guy we talked about earlier, outlaw Joaquin Murrieta. Joaquin! Preserved in whiskey. I mean, what else are you going to preserve it in? That fucking poor guy. <laughs> I bet you they drank that shit too. Oh, that poor guy. Oh, that's. Yeah, a rough, but, I mean, think about it. That's think a rough one, it, man. He had a pretty good fucking run of it after that whole thing. That was a couple of years yeah. later that he got caught finally. And, but he had and a like, good, just he had a good run of of fucking people up. Just putting his vengeance out there on everybody. Yeah, hell yeah! Damn. Dude. On October twenty fifth, I'm gonna look more into that. Guy. Yeah, we have to because that yeah. I, I don't think I I don't think I heard that story. I've never heard of him. Uh, so uh, October twenty fifth of that same year of eighteen fifty three, the Paiute or Paiute and the Indians yeah. attacked U.S. Army Captain John W. Gunnison and his party of thirty seven soldiers and railroad sur- surveyors near uh, Sevier Lake, Utah. Gunnison and several uh, or seven, excuse me, seven other men were actually killed. On December 30th, the Gadsden purchase from Mexico added 29,640 square miles of the territory that became Arizona and New Mexico. Damn. In 1854, Nebraska and Kansas are now organized as territories. Ooh. In 1856, on May 21st of 1856, border ruffians and other pro-slavery supporters captured and sacked the abolitionist town of Lawrence, Kansas. Because how dare you go against slavery <laughs> On May 24th, in retaliation for... Um, that was a joke, by the way, folks. I'm being very sarcastic. Just don't isolate that and put that out there somewhere because that's fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm just, just <laughs> making sure I'm saying that. Um, in retaliation for the sacking of the abolitionist town of Lawrence, Kansas, by pro-slavery forces, uh, militant abolitionist John Brown led a raid against a pro-slavery settlement along, uh, oh boy, Potawatomi Creek. Over the next four years, raids, skirmishes, and massacres continued in what became known as bleeding kansas so they were just oh boy. fucking each other up seemed to, seemed to happen a lot back then it was it, yeah, but it was it was yeah. old west justice that's what they did yeah absolutely so, that's how they solved things yeah september 11th of 1857 approximately 120 men women and children in a wagon train from arkansas were murdered by a band of <clears throat> mormons set on a holy vengeance oh jeez 
Known as the Mountain Meadows Massacre, the history of this event continues to generate fierce controversy and deep emotions even to this day. They're Fucking, really not helping their they're really not helping their cause, are they? Yeah, it doesn't. I don't get it, but it's not for me to get. That's fine. Whatever. In nine nineteen fifty eight, guess what? Gold is discovered in Colorado. Get, 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 get. We found gold in them hills. Boo! We got gold. <laughs> 1959 or 18, 19, 1859 Oregon is now admitted to the <laughs> union <laughs> we, we went 100 years ahead and then uh, in uh, that same year gold was discovered in Boulder Canyon Colorado sparking the Pikes Peak gold rush which brought in an estimated 100,000 fortune hunters to the Rockies under the banner Pikes Peak or bust 100,000 in 1859 that was three quarters of the country <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like there, there was not. We did not have a shit ton of people here, you know. And then I feel all, like there's more than you think, but well, no, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I may be being a bit. Extremist. I mean, that's a, that's a, that is a large percentage of the population at the time for sure. In uh, 1860, gold is now discovered in Idaho. You got gold. What we call those potatoes today. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those uh, uh don't they have gold? What are they called? Uh Yukon gold. Yukon gold, yeah. Which yeah, see, makes sense. It. Jesus. Wait a minute. This isn't gold. These are potatoes, you idiots. <laughs> Eat that shit and shut up. You know what the Irishmen would do for that? Anyway, um, you could mash you could mash them motherfuckers. You know that? You could mash them. <laughs> you can they're really good. You can saute them. You can add cheese to them or bacon. Oh. You ever had bacon on you that? You ever had you ever had oh gratin potatoes? The French are fucking assholes, but they can make a potato. Deep fry that some bitch. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I fucking love potatoes. I don't give a shit. Slice it up real thin, and then you fry it in your fucking pan. It's good, man. In 1861, the Pony Express completes its inaugural delivery, bringing mail over 1,966 miles from St. Louis, Missouri, to Sacramento, California, in only 11 days. Oh, I that's mean, it? That's pretty awesome. All right, on, man. 1861 also, Kansas is now admitted into the Union, and crews working on completing a coast-to-coast telegraph line meet at Fort Bridger in Utah Territory. Bridger. Hmm. Oh. That's crazy. Wasn't there a guy earlier we talked about? His it was, was that Bridger. mountain man. Mm-hmm. He found that lake. Yep. The first salty lake. <laughs> the first transcontinental telegram transmitted from San, uh, Sacramento to Washington carried a message from the state's chief justice to President Lincoln. Completion of a (laughs) transcontinental telegraph line signals the end of the Pony Express. So the Pony Express really wasn't around very long. That's so I was going to bring that up. Most people don't realize that shit because like like you 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 see movies and stories and tales of the old west and like the pony express was like this thing that like people latched onto right? oh it was like, huge oh, it's the pony express like whatever well because the shit was cool. only around. it's cool as shit the shit was only around for like nine months yeah like legitimately it was around for like nine months yeah because then all of a sudden like the telegram came in they're like well what the fuck are we doing that for i can send this almost immediately <laughs> it's not gonna take 11, 11 years 11 days yeah <laughs> and a horse well, isn't gonna die 11 seconds motherfucker <laughs> look what i can do uh, the dash so- dash dot 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 dash dot. dash. <laughs> um, so this is also a big year uh, in 1861 because the Civil War began when uh, Confederates fired upon Fort Sumter. Oh, that was with uh, that was with Captain America, right? 
Mm, no, I don't think that was. No, that that was. No, that's different. Civil War. That's different. Oh, that was oh. like between him and Iron Man, and they had a dispute, and they were going at it. And then his best friend, Captain America's best friend, Bucky, he found yeah, out that, that like was, Bucky killed. Um, wasn't that the that, that took place in the Old West, right? No, that wasn't the Old West. No, that that's not. Right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> this same year, 1861, Colorado is now organized as a territory. Hey. Then in 1862, guess what's discovered? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got more gold. It's in Montana. Silver? Huh? Did you say silver? silver? <laughs> no, it's gold. In Montana, okay. near the present day town of Dillon. And uh, let's see. Then uh, Congress passes the Homestead Act. Then Civil War action is seen in Arkansas, Texas, in New, in, uh, New Mexico. Then that same year, this is a busy year, Little Crow's Uprising is seen in New Mexico. And then the Battle of Pikachu or Pikachu? <laughs> what a, <laughs> Pikachu? Is that what it is? It's P A C P I C A C H O. P I C A C H O. Pikachu. It's Picasso, man. He was a painter. <laughs> Not Picasso. We'll call it Pikachu for now, okay? <laughs> That's what happens. Pikachu. That's when you see a painting and you have a lisp. I like that Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know, right? Hey, man. It's a Picacho. <laughs> it's an original. Yeah. So uh, this was Look, in Arizona. It's all over my bullets. <laughs> it's, it's all over my bullets and everything. <laughs> the westernmost oh battle God. of the Civil War took place. Okay, so that was oh. in Arizona. That was the westernmost. Uh, and that's crazy to think about, too, Dude, that the western. The Civil War was all the way in Arizona? Yeah, all the way out that way. Normally, everyone thinks about it's like the, the north and the south over here by, like, you know, Virginia and everything else. But it went all the way to Arizona. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I don't know. Moving on. So uh, let's see. The same year, Apache Chief Cochise attacks U.S. soldiers, igniting a war that lasts the next 10 years. Then we have 1863. The U.S. Army kills more than 250 Shoshone Indians near Logan, Utah, in the Bear River Massacre. Then 1864, wow. Montana is organized as a territory. Okay, so we got another territory here. Then Nevada is brought into the Union. Oh. Then that same year, Colorado cavalry volunteers slay 133 Cheyenne and Arapaho at Sand Creek. A lot of killing going on. It, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like you guys notice something, right? The more uh, territories that the United States claims or admitted into the Union, the more Native Americans are being murdered. Weird how that works. Right? Yes. Yeah. 1865, Indians massacre William J. Fetterman and 80 troops near Fort Kearney, Wyoming. Then, Jesse and Frank James, yeah boy, launched their criminal career with a bank robbery in Liberty, Missouri. And that would be the James gang they're starting up there. 1867, That's Nebraska right. is admitted into the Union. That same year, the first cattle drive from Texas up the, uh, the Chisholm? Chisholm Trail? Yeah. Arrives at rail yards of Abilene, Kansas. Then the United States purchases Alaska from Russia for. <laughs> yeah, this is incredibly awesome. Holy shit. The this United States bought Alaska from Russia. Okay, you guys probably all knew that, that, you know, Alaska used to belong to Russia, whatever. We bought it for two cents an acre. Two, two cents an acre. In 1867. Hold on, I want to see something. Yeah, yeah, do the math on that because I want to know what this is. 
Yeah. But then you're going to have to figure out the total overall, like, acreage. Oh, I got it. Don't you fucking okay, worry about okay. it. Okay, I'll, I'll keep talking to the people. So in 1868, <laughs> the Sioux Thanks. signed a treaty with the United States at Fort Laramie, Wyoming. Then the uh, Kia, Kiowa, Kiowa, I'm going to say that, are moved to the Oklahoma Reservation. And then the Crow Indians are moved to a Montana Reservation. They just keep moving them on. Then the Battle of Washita occurred on in western Oklahoma on November 27th of 1868. Lieutenant Colonel George A. Custer, leading the 7th Cavalry, attacked the sleeping southern Cheyenne village of Chief Black Kettle. You know Custer. Oh, that should sound familiar. Wow. The chief and more than okay. 100 Indians, many women and children were killed. Hailed at the time as a military victory, it is today viewed as a complete massacre. Custer. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so here's what I got. The total acreage of Alaska is 365 million acres. Okay. At two cents an acre, that puts the cost of Alaska at a brisk $7,300,000 at the time. At the time? Yes. I mean, that's still so, that's significant, though. I mean, so Alaska is million, huge. What year was that? Um, but, 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 let me go back real quick. Um, uh, what did I say that was? Let's see. Uh, that was in 1867. So $7,300,000. Yeah. In when? 1867. And so for our listeners outside of the United States, like Alaska is huge. <laughs> it is huge. So, so they, spent- they bought Alaska mm-hmm. <clears throat> for approximately, oh my God, that's it? So if they were to buy that today, it would only cost $125 million. This is 2022. $125 million. Holy shit. They bought bought Alaska for the modern day equivalent of $125 million. You could win more than that in a goddamn lottery. And and, and, and do you know how much oil (laughs) that we've made off of that? Oh my, what a great investment. That was a great investment. dude. Fuck you, Russia. <laughs> They're like, this is bullshit. We did not know all the fucking oil was there. And that, you, you, think, you think Yuri's pissed off about that? I'm very mad. It's, you know, I, I, if I'd known all the, uh, the the oil there, perhaps I'd get more space rope. You know, I'd be able to become big guy. You would, you, dude, dude, you know how much space rope you could buy with that much money? And lots of track suits. I, 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 I only have one right now. Oh. And I could have many, many more track wait, suits. Wait, 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 wait. Yuri. Mm-hmm. You have one tracksuit? Duh. Duh. Just one. All right, listeners, we need to get Yuri a new tracksuit. That would be amazing because so. right now it's, it's it's one, but it's easy. Uh, the uh, Adidas is what I have. Oh, what color? What color? It's uh, a green. It's green. Matching? Top and bottom matching? No, 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 no. The bottom is yellow. yellow. Oh, okay. That's not bad, though. That the bottom's yellow. Top is green, and it says Adidas on it. Oh, very nice. Yeah, okay. so well, you know, well, you I know wear... What? I wear that with my K-Swiss. Oh, very nice. Yes. All white? Of course. Nice. Of course. You can't oh, have... Okay. Okay. Did, did they make black K-Swiss? I don't think so. Well, no. They make... They, you know, they have accent colors on them. But you can... No, no, no. It's all white. All white K-Swiss. Oh, very nice. Yes. Very, I'm gonna, I'm, very clean. We're going to talk to... We're going to talk to our listeners and see if we can't get you a new tracksuit, okay? That would be amazing. I would love to have that. Yeah. I would perhaps yeah. maybe invest in the spacerope.com and oh. we get more space rope. And then you could buy all the tracksuits you want. I would I, exactly invest in the space rope. I buy tracksuit. Okay. okay. 
Okay. Okay. See what we can do. We'll get the uh, we'll get our guys on that. Okay. No, no, great, great, that's great, that's great. It was good. It was good talking to you, Yuri. It's been a while. You too, buddy. It's good to see you, buddy. Hey. Yay! You too, pal. Fucking Yuri just shows up whenever the fuck he wants to. I know that's I know. ridiculous. I like Yuri. Yuri's good people though. He is a good guy. He is a good guy. Except I feel like he's murdered somebody. I don't know why I have that feeling. Oh, I'm sure he has, but yeah. it's not my place. Yeah, it's, it's not us. That's he's I'm on, not saying shit. He's on our side, so I guess that's what happens. So uh, let's see. That same year here in 1868, the Navajo Indian Reservation, the largest reservation in the country, is established in northeast o- uh, Arizona, overlapping the four corners. You almost said Ohio. I know. Asshole. I know. Uh, <laughs> the four corners into Colorado, Utah, and New Mexico. Okay. So now, who? guess what? We gave them a reservation. So cool. 1869, the Central Pacific and Union Pacific joined at Promontory Point, Utah, creating the first transcontinental railroad. And folks, if you live anywhere near like a major city or what was major city, it's because of the fucking railroad, period. And also, also, once they finished that and we had the transcontinental railroad, people could officially run a train on your mother. That is twice in this episode. <laughs> that is twice already that we've had that in here. That is that is awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so Dude, actually the uh, the history of the railroad would make it would be a pretty good that's another episode that I'm thinking about. Oh, that'd be a great one uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean there's a lot of again brutal brutality involved in that one, a lot of death and yeah, a lot of well, absolutely. craziness. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah. It's not, dude. Also in 1869, Wyoming is the first state to give women the right to vote. What? Fuck yeah, Wyoming. Wyoming. It's because there's only like three of them. <laughs> they didn't have any. Out of the 10 people in Wyoming, there was three women. They're like, oh, fuck it. I guess we kind of need to vote. <laughs> the guy who runs it, his wife was like a bad bitch. She's like, you better fucking vote yes. <laughs> You better yeah. vote yes. Me and my two, me and my two friends. Yeah, you we'll better. Find your ass. <laughs> also, in 1869, Wild Bill Hickok is marshal in Hayes City, Kansas. <laughs> then, so we're gonna start. We're gonna start getting into some of the cool shit that yes. people really know about around this time. Absolutely. So, which is why we did this because you guys gotta know about this stuff because we do. And if our brains are doing this, now yours do. And then that same year, Jesse James robs his first bank. That's a big one. Yeah. Snap. Then we go into 1870. The ghost dance movement appears among the Paiute and on reservations in Nevada. Participants believed in the imminent return of the dead and the buffalo, the white man's disappearance, and the land's return to the natives. The ghost dance, dude. That is fucking amazing. Yeah. This led to the Paiute massacre of 1870, so not so amazing, in which over half of the tribe were killed by settlers paranoid about the results. Uh, paranoid. So they heard that this native tribe had a idea. Let's not even call it idea. Let's just say they were like, you know, they, they came up with something where they were like, we want to get back to where we were. We're going to get the, you know, the return of all of our dead people because a lot of them died in the Buffalo because well, we killed off a shitload of those. And that was their like form of sustenance. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it doesn't say the white man's death. It says the white man's disappearance, right? So in other words, like the white man would just leave. Get the fuck out. Right. So instead, we just, well, they, I'm not saying we, I'm not a part of this. 
they just fucking killed half of them. This was like, it was like Old West Footloose, bro. <laughs> Except there's death. Correct. Right. Yes. Because, well, I mean, everything was more brutal back then. So, Jesus Christ. What? Am I wrong? Nope. Nope. You're not at all. All right. Well, there you go then. That same year in 1870, Major General George Crook. Arguably the army's best Indian fighter and one of the few government officials who treated all natives with respectful understanding drives most of the Arizona Apache onto reservations. However, yeah, warfare with certainly, the Apache certainly respectful. Yeah. Well, I love how it says the army's arguably the army's best Indian fighter, but with respectful understanding. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, my mother was my biggest fighter and and had all Look, that understanding as well. I, I get it that you guys want to stay here. I do. I respectfully understand that, but get the fuck out before <laughs> I kill you. Exactly. But the uh, but the Apache here they uh, they they bring a guy in uh, who's Chief Geronimo, and you guys probably heard about Geronimo. Oh yeah. On September sixth of that same year, Lu- Louisa Ann Swain, a seventy year old woman, became the first woman in America to vote in public in a public election at Laramie, Wyoming. Hell yeah. All dude. right. I'm giving this up to Miss Swain. Good on you, girl. It's fucked up, though. <laughs> 1872, Apache Chief Cochise surrenders to General O.O. Howard <laughs> and was sent to a reservation. Yeah, his name is O.O. Howard. That's pretty wild. Uh, ooh, that- ooh, Howard. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know who's coming? It's General. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> also, that same year, Yellowstone becomes the first U.S. national park. Then, yeah. that same year, Dodge City, Kansas was established Ooh. as center of the buffalo trade. After 1876, Texas cattle and cowboys were the town's economic mainstay. And if you guys know anything about Dodge City, boy, was that a... you? If you... There's two towns... That instantly, if if I if I think of Old West, it's Dodge City, and it's Deadwood, and Tombstone. Okay, three, yeah, three Tombstone, yes, yeah, yeah. But those three right there, those are all the, the that that's synonymous with what I um, perceive in my head as the Old West. Deadwood, I believe there's a little thing about Deadwood coming up too. So. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find and out, Tombstone. won't we? I believe so. I believe there's something about Deadwood. And if you read a little further, there is a little blurb about Tombstone. Can you spell blurb? B L herb. <laughs> That's damn right. Uh, this, the same year, the first formal rodeo is held in Cheyenne, Wyoming. <laughs> Hot dog. Oh, shit. Then the Sioux War began, which dispersed the Sioux and Northern Cheyenne. General Custer is continually outwitted by the native leaders, Crazy Horse and Sitting Bull, but is a draining effort on their tribes. Native native attacks become less frequent as Sitting Bull and others retreat into Canada. And then the Modoc War rages in Southern Oregon and uh, Northern California. The conflict, also known as the Lava Beds War, was the last of the Indian Wars in these two states. Thank God. I think it's crazy that they had a giant floating head back then. The what? Oh, from Modoc. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty amazing. 1873, <laughs> the James Gang pulls its first train robbery at Adair, oh, Iowa. Yeah. yeah, buddy. 1874, on June 27th, while occupying an old trading post, 28 hunters, including a 21 year old 
Bat Masterson, son of a bitch, are besieged and eventually drive out 700 Comanche warriors at the Second Battle of Adobe Walls. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Bat Masterson, isn't he... Um, he was the, the marshal, right? I believe it's actually Batman Sturson. <laughs> I don't have a boo in here anymore. <laughs> Shit. He was a badass oh, though. Batmasterson was a badass. There's uh there's more about him than this than this too. Well that same year, guess what? Gold is discovered in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Get, get, we got gold again. <laughs> In 1975, on January 26th, a posse representing the Pinkerton Detective Agency bombed the home belonging to... This is so fucked up. (laughs) They bombed the home belonging to Jesse James' mother in Clay County, Missouri. The bomb blew Zerelda's hand off and killed Jesse's nine-year-old half-brother, Archie Payton Samuel. That is so fucked. We should literally do an episode on the Pinkertons because... Holy yeah, shit. Dude, that's, yeah. Which turns That'll in be. the Pinkertons are still kind of alive to this day. We'll put it that way. Like it kind of progressed into something else that's still alive to this day. So. It's not just a Weezer album. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it is not. Also in 1875, Wyatt Earp begins his career as law officer in Wichita, Kansas. That's right. Oh, shit. Hey, then Deadwood, South Dakota, soon to be one of the there wildest towns in the West springs into existence when Black Hills miners find gold on Deadwood Creek. It's also kind of odd to think about South and North Dakota as the Wild West. Really? Have you been out there? To me, it is. I've been through there, but I'm just saying, like, location-wise. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, because it's not, like, extremely West? Like, it's, it's like, sort of West and mostly North. <laughs> So like, yeah, it's definitely like know. it's like, like ju- you think of the Wild West, you think like yeah, like Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, fucking you know all that shit. Like yeah, the Dakotas are for sure. Yeah, Dakota. and they still hold on to that shit too. I was out there for Sturgis, and it's it's wild out there. Yeah, it's a good time. Good time. Then the U.S. government orders all Indians in the Black Hills in Wyoming to report to reservations or face military action. And when they mean military <laughs> action, they mean they're going to fucking kill them. That's pretty much what it means. 1876, yeah, Bat Masterson became a deputy marshal of Dodge City, Kansas. There you go. Serving alongside his brother, Jim. Again, Bat Masterson. Jim. Fucking amazing. March 17th, 1876, the Battle of Powder River occurred in southeastern Montana. This battle between Colonel Joseph J. Reynolds' troops and the combined forces of the Cheyenne and Aglala? Aglala. <laughs> Aglala Sioux was a loss for the U.S. Army and contributed to the defeats of General Crook at the Rosebud and Custer at Little Bighorn because it caused the Indians to form a massive nation for self-preservation. So this is when the the Native Americans actually like stood the fuck up, got everybody together and were like, no, no more, and defeated these fuckers. On June 25th of 1876, Custer and his troops are, well, they're all killed at Little Bighorn. August 1st of 1876, Colorado is now brought into the Union. Then, August 2nd of 1876, Wild Bill Hickok is murdered in Deadwood, South Dakota, holding aces Uh, and eights, also known as... The Dead Man's Hand. There it is. In a game of poker, which I've heard different disputes that it wasn't actually the aces and eights. 
So, well, so here's the thing. Um, but he was gunned down from behind, and it was bullshit. Well, well, here's the thing. He legitimately had that hand as as aces and eights, and th- the dead man's hand was originally something else. Like I read about this while I was doing this. <clears throat> Apparently, like the dead man's hand was was a different thing altogether. Like it was, it went through like three or four different, uh, like what the, what the hand actually was. Every time someone died playing cards. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but but I, I guess it was known as like different hands throughout time were known as the dead man's hand. And then when when this happened, like I guess that just kind of took it over as officially like that's the dead man's hand. Have you yes. ever watched Deadwood? No, I never did. Dude, Moody, you would fucking love it. Of I'm all sure I would. of all people that I know, like of my friends, you of all people would appreciate that as much as I did. It is so absolutely that was one amazing. Of those, so that was one of those HBO shows. I never had HBO, so like, I, I've never seen that. I've never seen The Sopranos. I've never seen any. I've never HBO seen The Sopranos, stuff. which is yeah. weird. And I'm sure everyone out there right now is yelling at their headphones. But um, never fuck them. Yeah, you know. I mean, I know who Tony Soprano is, and I know the whole story and everything right. else. No, right, right. But Deadwood, from a historical standpoint, is it's pretty fucking accurate, and it's super cool. Is it really? Yeah, it's it's okay. super cool. And uh, what's his name? Tim- Timothy o- Oliphant is yeah. he's great in it absolutely great anyone out there if you guys have not watched deadwood watch deadwood it is so good so speaking of shows like that the old west like uh and we were talking about the railroads earlier did you ever watch the show hell on wheels no it's a good one too you'd probably like that if you like deadwood and that like western shit you'd, you'd like hell on wheels yeah dude, it's about the, it's about the like the development and the it's about like the development of the railroads and shit like that it was just the 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 old west was a bridge between like i guess civilized people and like what we do today morally and like being like you know anything kind of fucking goes but it, but even more than that it was like because they had like you know civility and things like that over in like england europe and stuff like that and then all of a sudden we came over here and we were under english rule and it's like we got out of english rule and it was like a fucking free for all yeah. These dudes would would just just do whatever the I mean, fuck they we wanted. Were, we were still, I mean, at that point, we were still. The country was less than a hundred years old as a legit country, right. right? And and at that point, you're still trying to figure things out. And half the railroads of, come along. Your infrastructure is not really there. Like you're the like the laws aren't really there. Like it's just kind of like you go from town to town, and everything's different from here to there. Like you know what I mean? And and it's just like. And then, and then most of the country, the like, you know what, this dude's going to be our sheriff. It's like some fucking random dude that in a little podunk town yeah. that they just built out of the fucking, you know, they chopped down some trees and made a fucking like basically and and back then, they could do whatever the fuck they wanted to back then, too. If you if you had a railroad coming through your town and a post office, you were officially a town. You could have yeah, nine when, people when you there. Got a post office, when you got a post office, you yep. know you made it. You are a fucking town at that point in time. And it's just crazy because at that, I mean, as we're talking about, half of the country was completely undiscovered. You know, maybe a couple people have explored it or whatever, but then everyone's kind of moving out west because right. of gold or whatever it is. And it was just, I don't know, it was just a different time, man. And it's so weird, but brutal and such just. Ah, I don't know. There's, I, I'm, I've been enthralled with it since I was a little kid. That's my dad put that in me. But you know what I mean. Like, I gotta respect my pops because he loved the old west. So then, in uh, on September seventh of eighteen seventy six, a bloody battle ensues in Northfield, Minnesota, when the James Younger gang tries to rob the First National Bank. 
Two members died. Cole Younger was shot 11 times, but survived. Frank and uh, uh, Frank and Jesse James and four others actually escaped. So before it was, did the James gang happen first and then went into the younger gang or was it vice versa? I think the James gang was around first. And then they joined up with the youngers. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty wild. 1877, crazy horses captured, then assassinated while in custody at Fort Robinson, Nebraska. Hmm. I'm going to read that again so everyone can understand. Crazy Horse, who was a leader of a Native American tribe, was captured, right? So by, by whatever. And then while in custody, was assassinated. Doesn't seem by accident. Nope. August 17th, 1877, at 17 years old, Billy the Kid shoots his first man, Frank Wendy Cahill in self-defense. That, that's another thing to me that's like, it, it's so much later in the time of the old West than I, than I thought that was right. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Well, when you want to do an episode about him too, because there's oh. like that whole theory that he never died then. Yep. And like he went to live on and like, there was like this old dude in like 1940 something that claimed that he was uh-huh. like on his deathbed. He claimed to be Billy the kid and all this shit. Well, that, that would be Billy crazy. the Kid, not Jesse James, but that's fine. Oh, did I say Billy? Oh, fuck. I'm getting them all mixed up now. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's my fault. It is Billy the Kid. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dealers, exactly. Dude. Yes. So, Billy the Kid uh, also that year makes a name for himself as a killer in the Lincoln County War in New Mexico. And in March, John Younger, a member of the Younger Gang, is killed by Pinkerton detectives in St. Clair County, Missouri. So if you guys aren't aware what the Pinkertons were, Pinkertons were basically like a, they were an agency set up by the government where they were pretty much, they were given carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they wanted. As long as they got rid of the quote unquote threats of people. And I'm telling you, we should totally do an episode about them because they are some of the most ruthless motherfuckers. After this episode, it's definitely on my list. Yeah, it's it's insane um that year with racial discrimination on the rise in the post reconstruction south an estimated 40,000 african americans began to migrate from the former slave states in kansas these so-called exodusters i didn't know that was a term established the first alt uh, all all black pioneer town at nicodemus kansas how cool is that yeah i had no idea i love the name nicodemus nope. by the way in uh, 1879 Wyatt Earp becomes Deputy U.S. Marshal for the Arizona Territory. That's right. 1881, legendary outlaw Billy the Kid, charged with more than 21 murders in a brief lifetime of crime, is finally brought to justice by Sheriff Pat Garrett, who trails the kid for more than six months before killing him with a single shot at Fort Sumner, New Mexico. did he? Or did he, exactly. Then, also that same year in Tombstone, Arizona, Deputy Marshal Wyatt Earp and his brothers gunned down the Clantons. In a showdown at the what? The OK Corral. The OK Corral. And if you guys have seen Tombstone, that pretty much dictates that entire thing. Great they movie. They called it the OK Corral because it was just OK. There wasn't anything special <laughs> It wasn't about very it. nice. Like, you know, I've yeah, been there before. It wasn't the great. It, it wasn't the worst. It was OK. My favorite, my favorite is the Golden Corral. <laughs> I like that one the best. <laughs> they, they got a whole spread there. <laughs> You can go in there and eat as many mashed potatoes as you want to. Oh, the mashed taters. And also, then they have a su- they have a Sunday bar too. They they do. And then they got that that chocolate fountain. 
Oh, I love that. I, I like the chocolate fountain, but I'm afraid because little kids stick their hands and shit in there, and you don't know what that's in that. I don't care thing. how many little kids do that. I'm gonna eat the shit out of that. I put my wiener in it once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. Holy I left shit. my wiener in for a few minutes. <laughs> Ah, it was nice ah, and warm. It was warm. It was oh, good. Oh, boy. Good. Also in 1881, <laughs> Sitting Bull surrenders. Then the following year, 1882, Jesse James is killed by Rob Ford in St. Joseph, Missouri. Then Annie Oakley makes her first public appearance at a sharpshooting show. Then the last great Indian buffalo hunt occurs in North Dakota. And in 1883, the uh, the Northern Pacific Railroad connecting northwestern states to points east is finally completed after a 19-year struggle against treacher- treacherous terrain and intermittent financing. Along the line, crews... fucking crazy. It is insane. 19 years. 19 years. Along the line, crews blast a uh, 3,850-foot tunnel through solid granite and construct an 1,800-foot trestle. As a result, the round trip to Columbia River that took Lewis and Clark two and a half years in 1803 now would only take nine days. Nice. It's pretty crazy. That's helpful. Yeah. Then that same year, guess what? Buffalo Bill Cody starts his Wild West show. All right. Pew, pew, pew. In 1884, uh, John H. Holiday, also known as Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. That's right. Shot bartender Billy Allen in the arm over a five over five dollars at Leadville, hey. Colorado. Hey, at least it was in the army. Didn't at least he didn't kill him. Yeah, he wounded him. Like, it's you're, fine. You're a bitch. I'm gonna shoot you in the yep. arm. You gotta. That's five dollars you owe me. I ain't paying you. Ah, you fucking shot me. <laughs> Which arm you wanted in, you son of a bitch? He's probably just a bad shot. None of them. Don't yeah. shoot me. In the dude in Tombstone, Doc Holliday's the best character. Absolutely. Oh my God. Val Kilmer's, yeah. Val Kilmer's best Amazing. Role. I'm your Huckleberry. It's so good. Yeah. In 1886, Geronimo surrenders to General Nelson A. Miles in Skeleton Canyon, Arizona, after more than a decade of guerrilla warfare against American and Mexican settlers in the Southwest. The terms of surrender require Geronimo and his tribes to settle in Florida, where the army hopes he can be contained. So, so hold on. I thought they weren't allowed in Florida. <laughs> the hell is going on they realized how bad florida was they were like no go ahead go ahead go ahead it's fine it's fine it's fine have you seen the fucking fucking alligators have you seen the alligators like it's the only state with both alligators and crocodiles send them yeah it's not the gators it's the humidity (laughs) no it's the fucking gators okay it is the gators and there's fucking and the mosquitoes (laughs) i was about to say there's mosquitoes that can carry away an alligator okay so send them down there 1887, silver oh. is discovered in Leadville, Colorado. Oh, boy. And then, unfortunately, on November 8th of 1887, Doc Holliday oh. dies of tuberculosis in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Moment of silence. Bridges and tuberculosis. Again, comes back all the time. 1889, Butch Cassidy is involved in his first robbery, the Telluride, oh, in uh, Colorado Bank for $10,000. And back then, that was he's a, a he's, fuckload of money. He's another one that I want to do. Dude, Butch, the, the, the whole there's, Butch there's Cassidy. the whole conspiracy around him, absolutely, too. Absolutely. That they never had died or whatever. Yeah, he went to live in Portugal. Yep. And then 
because they got into a shootout in Portugal, or I think it's Portugal. No, no, it's somewhere South America somewhere. Anyways, but they uh, they they thought that he was dead because he was in a bank robbery, and then there was a shootout, and they said they killed him. And then his own sister admitted that he never died at that point, and that he went on to live longer. And uh, that's another that's another crazy ass episode that I'd like to do. Yeah, for sure. The, actually, that's on the uh, the our list on the Trello list. Like, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, all right. Then in 1890, Oklahoma is organized as a territory. Then Idaho and Wyoming are uh, Idaho and Wyoming are admitted to the Union. Then the right. massacre at Wounded Knee in South Dakota ended the Indian Wars. That was the last of it. Then Sitting Bull is <clears throat> murdered in a confrontation at the Standing Rock Reservation. That same year, the U.S. Department of the Interior announces that the frontier is officially closed. They're sorry, folks. You guys can't go. They just put like a fucking rope up or something? Yep, yep, we're done. <laughs> yep, we're done. Yep. From like South Dakota down to fucking... Yep, just one big ass rope. Big yep. Rope. Yellow tape. That's it. Yep, sorry, guys. Like you can't bo- go. Bouncers every like 50 feet just yep. to make sure. <laughs> sorry, eight- can't come in. <laughs> 1892, the Dalton gang raids Coffeyville, Kansas. Grant and John are killed, and Emmett is sent to prison. That same year, a cattleman's army invades Johnson County, Wyoming, in an incident known as the Johnson County War. And I love how like everything is the war, and it's like when oh, yeah. four people will like shoot it out, it's a war <laughs> at that point. They might as well call that the OK Corral War. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. 1893, repeal of the Sherman Act demonetized silver. Many silver boom towns, well, they shut the fuck down because of that. 1896, Utah is brought into the Union. In that same year, Butch Cassidy formed the Wild Bunch, which consisted of 15 men and four women, and they went ham on some shit. 1901. A little bit. Huh? A little bit. Yeah, for sure. In 1901, a uh, little thing called black gold is discovered at the Spindle Top Field near Beaumont, Texas, and that would be Earl. That's oil. Mm-hmm. If there's anything more important than gold, it Earl. is oil. In April 26 of 1901, Black Jack Ketchum was hanged in Clayton, New Mexico. He was the only person ever hanged for train robbery in the state of New Mexico. Wow. Black Good Jack Ketchum. Well, I feel bad for him. He's like, he's like, wait a minute, nobody else. Um, in nineteen, 19- like, no, we promise, we got a couple more guys lined up, and then, <laughs> and then it doesn't happen. Like, yeah. No, no, we don't. We're yeah. Just, yeah. Wait, we do? No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so in, uh, let's see, in uh, 1906, the Great Earthquake and Fire level San Francisco killing. 700 people and left 225,000 people homeless. And this is 1906. Then in 1907, Indian Territory and Oklahoma Territory are joined to create the state of, well, Oklahoma. Oh, good. good. Then the tribal governments are abolished in Oklahoma because, well, we're dicks. 1912, New Mexico is admitted to the Union. Hey. All right. Welcome. Welcome then, to New Mexico. But then guess what? Right after that, Arizona is admitted to the Union. Oh, yeah. very nice. Very nice. And then 1916, on December 5th, 1916, the last stage robbery in the nation took place in Jarbridge Canyon, one quarter mile north of Jarbridge, Nevada. So that's the last okay. the last stage robbery. Oh man. So there's your timeline, you bunch of varmints. 
a timeline of some of the most important and interesting things that helped shake the old West era and our country. Bottom line. Well, it was fucking brutal. That's the bottom line. All right. Yeah. The American government did the natives super fucking dirty. The violence inflicted on the natives and each other. Like it was just wild. Like we were saying earlier, like it was insane. And I know it's glorified, especially in like older movies and stuff like that. Like Clint Eastwood and his uh, spaghetti westerns and stuff. It was so much worse than that. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you talk about like slavery back in the day or whatever. I mean, you had the Irish, you had the Chinese, you had the Native Americans, you had black people. Like, it was anyone. I want to quote, I want to quote Blazing Saddle so bad right now, but I I can't just do it. Just do it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you can omit the one part, but yeah. I just want to say the the part where he's like, we'll take the N words and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish. Right. That's how it was back then. And I know that, listen, that movie is great, is amazing in my opinion, in our opinion. Okay. It's a great movie only because it is literally, I mean, it's satire. Like you have because of how stupid we were back then. And then, and Mel Brooks made a movie of it where it's like, we have to make fun of this because it, of how stupid it was, how horrible these people were. You have to make fun of them, you know. And unfortunately, it still yeah, goes on. It was, it was, and it was, it was, you know, just making fun of that and making fun of how like all those westerns glorified like the old west and shit like that. And right. Yeah. It's yeah. So, so it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's. If you it's, haven't seen that. I don't know what the fuck. It, you you have to watch it. and I remember take into account when it was made and that it is satirical it's (laughs) It's satirical it's not meant nothing about that is meant to be like an actual political whatever it's it's made to make fun of the dickheads in the past that made these stupid i I guess rules and judgment calls and all that it was just it's, it's so stupid anyway so you know you add the violence and everything else that happened um you can understand why it was called the wild west Right. And uh, that timeline was taken from uh, legendsofamerica.com. And uh, yeah, obviously, pretty good website website. for some uh, information. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, you know what I think? I think we're going to make this a two parter because there is so much more to talk about because we haven't even touched the mysteries and the the craziness and the stories that went along with this. We just wanted you guys to get a taste of what it was like in the old west and how it all came to be yes sir so yes sir next week we we lived it (laughs) i'm gonna say that's right that's what we did right there Mm -hmm. i don't know why i sounded like sling blade there for a second that was weird (laughs) i like mustard (laughs) i like mustard Mm -hmm. so next week we'll talk about all that so make sure you're listening to part two of this um this uh this amazing episode but for right now Hopefully you guys know what this time is. It's time for the movies. Yeah. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show. The movie review. Which top fit movie will make the I always do the finger thing with the yeah. Charleston or whatever that is. I don't know what yeah, that is. It's called the Charleston, whatever. All right. So we are talking about the best Western horror movies ranked. All right. This is from uh, movieweb.com. Yes. And uh, so instead of doing our normal 10, since there's only 13 on this and lucky number 13, 13, lucky number 13. 
Oh, I got real loud at the end. <laughs> yeah. Whew. So number 13 on the list, and I have not seen this, uh, is The Pale Door. Ooh. I have not seen it either. Brought to life by Aaron B. Koontz's direction, The Pale Door is a modern addition to the Western horror subgenre. The narrative pivots around a gang of cowboys who discover a ghost town that appears deserted at first glance, but is in fact occupied by a witch's coven. Ooh, that sounds interesting. The film intertwines Western and horror motifs by embedding witchcraft into a conventional cowboy saga. The desolate Western backdrop contrasts sharply with the horrifying uh, horror uh, elicited by the witches, culminating in a captivating and spine-chilling cinematic voyage. That actually sounds interesting as shit. It does. All right, I'll have to check that one out. The Pale Door. Next up, we have Ghost Town. Oh, boy. Um, Have you seen this one? Uh, no. Okay. So Ghost Town, a neglected masterpiece of the 1980s, weaves the supernatural into the Western genre. The movie revolves around a sheriff who, in search of a woman, stumbles upon a ghost-ridden abandoned town filled with the spirit of a malevolent outlaw and his murdered victims. Okay. All right. Really, really, really bad uh, costume design and like uh, special effects on the picture I'm seeing right now. It looks horrible. (laughs) A concoction of Western and horror is skillfully curated by the movie using its plot and location as the blending agents. A quintessential Western ambiance is encapsulated by the town with the eerie presence of supernatural beings providing the horror quotient ultimately crafting a riveting (laughs) cinematic spectacle. Mm. Cinematatics? I love cinematatics. Cinematatic masterfy. (laughs) Um, Ravenous. Oh, number 11. Great movie. This is... is I, yeah, I fucking love this movie. Dude. Great movie. Absolutely. Intricately directed by Antonio Bird, Ravenous emerges as an uncommon fusion of Western and horror taking place during the Mexican-American War in 1846. Captain John Boyd stands at the core of the narrative, suffering exile to a, uh, a secluded California military base where he finds himself immersed in a grisly narrative of cannibalism. Initially, the movie received mixed reception after hitting screens. Over the years, however, it turned into a cult classic, earning acclaim from audiences for its sadistic yeah. horror and its gore portrayal of cannibalism. Infusion of timeless uh, Western elements with bone-chilling horror is executed flawlessly by Ravenous. A stark Western aura is produced by the barren setting with cannibalism and survival horror and lending a chilling contour to the story. Is that uh, um, Guy Guy Pierce? Is gotten, I don't remember who the main guy. I know Jeffrey Jones is in it, which was the dad from Beetlejuice. Yeah, I know he's in it. I can't remember who the main guy is. Dude, I remember watching this. That I, movie uh, I was the bad guy, the the villain in that. Oh, I can't remember his damn name. It wasn't. Um, oh, what the hell? Hold on, I'm I'm just gonna look this up real fast. I have to. I was say I'm looking it up right now. All right, you look it up. But he did such a great job in that. Oh my god. Number 10 <laughs> is oh. Tremors. <laughs> really? That's a Western horror? Apparently. Right. I don't know. Okay. Do you find it? Uh, yeah. So uh, Guy Pierce is the main guy. Yeah. Robert Robert Carlyle is the uh, Colonel, Colonel Eves, Ives. David Arquette is in the movie. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, Jeremy Davies. Um, 
and some other people that you would know if you saw them. <laughs> it, it's a great movie, you guys. It's, seriously, yeah. if you have not watched that, it is it's, such a it's such an it's such an underrated movie. Oh, like, it's so good. It doesn't, it doesn't get the love it deserves. Yeah, man. it's it's basically a guy who's well, kind of like what it said. He's like he's sequestered to this fucking place, and then there's one dude that's just like. I'm gonna eat you, <laughs> and it gets fucking crazy. And like I remember, I remember like the, uh, I think it's the opening scene where they're like they're like in a battle or whatever, and he like <clears throat> he like hides under a bunch of dead bodies so he doesn't get killed and shit like that. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Seriously, watch it. So number ten is Tremors. Oh boy, a cult classic in both the horror and western genres. Dude, I don't I love, think I this Tremors, is a western dude. movie in any way. I think it's just because of where it takes place. I guess. That's the only reason I could think that they would call it a Western. <sighs> Tremors follows a group of survivors in a small town who must contend with giant man-eating worms that have suddenly appeared underground. With the help of an eccentric <laughs> seismologist, they must find a way to destroy the creatures before they consume everyone in town. It's Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward, and they were amazing in this movie together. It was Absolutely. so good. And this is, it is campy and hokey as shit. But yeah, it's, it's such. It's I would. So wa- awesome. I would. Wa- I might watch this movie tonight after we're done with the, the episode. I might just go watch that because I love that movie so much. It is. It, it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's actually a really cool concept too. It like, is amazing concept. You know what I mean? like, so these giant worms are underground and they can literally feel you walking. And if they sense you walking, they come up and take your ass underneath. They so go get you. Yeah, it's it's so good. God, I love that movie. Uh, it's definitely not a western though. Um, number nine, The Burrowers. Never, I don't know. Set in eighteen seventy nine. I've seen this, but I heard it's fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. So set in eighteen seventy nine, JT Petty's The Burrower 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 Burrowers. Thank you. Tells the story of a group of settlers who disappear without a trace in the Dakota's territory. When a search party is sent out to find them, they soon discover that the missing settlers have been abducted by subterranean creatures called. Burrowers. <laughs> Thank you for the assist. This You're film welcome. truly dares to be different with its original take on the genre, combining the classic Western set, set, setting with a more modern twist. Petty's atmospheric direction and the creature, damn it, creature designs and effects are excellent, making the Burrowers a great Burrowers. Western. <laughs> a great Western watch for any horror fan. That sounds cool too. Yeah, I heard it's really good. All right, something different. Number yeah. eight, again, not a Western at all, but it's The Devil's Rejects. Again, I think it's just because it takes place out west. Out west. That's, that doesn't make it a Western. <laughs> I, I I agree. What the fuck? You guys know this movie, Rob Zombie, Devil's Rejects, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I like it. I think it's great. No, it was cool. It was great. I mean, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses better, but this one was cool, especially the, the, the run rabbit run scene or whatever. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah. So. I mean, it's 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 a cool movie. Rob Zombie is a dark, twisted some bitch. Um, number seven, Dead Birds. Okay, not for mine. For two thousand four, Alex Turner's Dead Birds is an intense and atmospheric film that follows a group of Confederate soldiers who rob a bank and take refuge in an abandoned plantation house. Soon, they realize okay. that the house is haunted by the ghosts of formerly enslaved people, and they must battle for their lives against the spirits. Oh shit! Okay, that could be good. Dead Birds is another excellent example of a Western horror movie that takes a unique approach to the genre. There are a uh, standout performances from a talented cast and a slow burning scene uh, or sense, excuse me, of dread makes some scenes truly unsettling as they build to terrifying jump scares. Okay. 
Dead birds. Dead birds. Yeah. I wonder who's in it. It says talented cast. Yeah, I don't know. Number six, I will give them that this is a Western because it was based partly in a ghost town out West, but still not a Western. This is uh, Vampires from John Carpenter. I fucking love that movie. It's good. It's awesome. Um, James Wood, right? James Wood, yeah. Yeah, And uh, one of the Baldwins. Yeah. So as one of the John Carpenter's most underrated films, Vampires is a great example of a Western horror movie that doesn't get the attention it deserves. The film follows a group of vampire hunters who were hired by the Catholic Church to eliminate a nest of vampires in New Mexico. Carpenter's direction is top-notch, and the film features some excellent action sequences and special effects. The cast is also great, with James Woods leading the way as the vampire hunter Jack Crow, which... I like I really like James Woods, but he's not a tough guy. He's not a tough guy. He's never he's never been but, a tough guy. But in the like he's in that this movie snarky he, he little does dude. it well though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's good. I like because like he it. doesn't really yeah. necessarily play like a tough guy. He just plays like an asshole and it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah. I mean he's just he's like, like the boss. Semi, he's like a semi tough guy who right. whatever, like he he plays the part really well. The film has an undeniable Western feel and the New Mexico setting is the perfect backdrop for a vampire story. Again, I will give it to them on this one because it was filmed partly in a ghost town. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, number five is Silent Tongue. No. Is that River Phoenix? Oh, shit. Silent Tongue is a 1993 Western horror film directed by Sam Shepard. One of the last movies to feature River Phoenix. Not the guy that killed his wife in Ohio. Not the yeah, the one-armed doctor. No, it's not. Um, so allegedly killed his wife. Alleged. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. which I do want to do. do uh, we talked about that. We've talked. We've never done the episode. episode. I want to do one of those. Okay. That one. One of those. I want to do that one of these. T- you get it anyway. Yeah. Um, the River Phoenix. Uh, let's see. Uh, it tells a story in 1873 about a man grieving the death of his wife. He tries to guard her corpse in an effort to prevent her soul from passing to the afterlife and ends up going insane in the process. One of the more unusual and initially hard-to-digest films here, Silent Tongue is a Western horror movie that demands multiple viewings. Each actor provides a great performance, but it's Phoenix who truly shines in this role, bringing Shepard's typically excellent dialogue to life. Man, that sucks. That I have, I've, First of all, I've never seen this, but River Phoenix was... He had such a freaking career as an actor ahead of him. Yeah, dude. Ah, yeah, man. Sad. Uh, number four, never heard of this. Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat. Uh, nope, never heard of it either. From 18... Uh, God damn, this fucking episode. <laughs> damn, really? 1989, wow. Western horror comedy directed by Anthony Hickox. Set in the small town of Purgatory, the film follows a group of vampires who live oddly normal lives with the help of SPF 100 sunscreen and a human blood substitute called oh Nectarine. <laughs> oh my God. It's fucking Bruce Campbell's in this movie. How do I not know <laughs> oh, this? Oh yeah, I didn't get to it yet. Essentially, this film is a spoof of the vampire genre that pokes fun at some of the what? more ridiculous aspects of the lore. With an excellent cast that includes Bruce Campbell and David Carradine. Carradine. Bruce Campbell plays Van Helsing. <laughs> Sundown the Vampire in Retreat is a must-watch for fans of horror comedies. It's campy, over-the-top, and a lot of fun. Okay, god damn it, I gotta watch that now. I'm gonna find I gotta find this movie. Oh, uh, let's see. Number I three. On, I wonder if it's streaming on anything. I'm sure it's somewhere. Uh number three is The Hills Have Eyes, the original. Oh yeah. Which okay. which 
Uh, so the youngest, my daughter, is 16 and well, almost 17, and she's really into horror, except the hills have eyes. She had to turn oh, off. It was too much boy. for her. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. Yeah. And she turned it off. Also, you can watch you can watch uh, that vampire movie on, on Voodoo for free and something called Plex for free. Voodoo has a lot of shit. Yeah. I've noticed do. they have like a lot of movies. It's got to be owned yeah. by somebody, right? Well, everything's owned by somebody. Well, you know what I mean? By somebody bigger than it has to be. Because <laughs> why is there not one? Why is there there not one, uh, uh, I guess, spot you can go to and just watch any movie you want to pay whatever whatever they ask. But all movies should be there. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Uh, Fan, Fandango owns Voodoo. Oh, no shit. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, okay. the, the, like the movie people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Number two is The Wind. The Wind is a 2018 supernatural Western horror say, film. That's a newer one. Uh, yeah, directed by Emma Tammy. The film I follows. To a, see that? I remember when it came out. I wanted to see. It I've it never was. heard of this. Yeah. The film follows a young couple who move to rural New Mexico in hopes of starting a settlement. Soon, the main characters start to realize that the land is haunted by a demonic presence, causing several twists and turns that make this one of the most unique films on the list. The Wind is a beautiful and harrowing film with a non-linear story that keeps viewers guessing until the end. Critical acclaim was bestowed upon the movie for its atmospheric horror, compelling performances, and its nuanced portrayal of solitude. The guy who wrote this article has used uh, um, atmospheric like seven times. I mean, it's horror movies. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a good word for it. I knew this was going to be number one in the fucking list. I knew it, and we've talked about this movie Probably more times than we should. Bone Tomahawk, number one. Oh, God, it's so fucking. This good, movie dude. is amazing. Fuck, yeah, Bone Tomahawk. Really, 2015 really Western horror film directed by S. Craig Zoller that stars Kurt Russell and Patrick Wilson. This slow burn film follows a group of cowboys who set out to rescue several kidnapped settlers from a tribe of violent cannibals. Although it's not for everyone, Bone Tomahawk is an excellent film that masterfully blends the Western and horror genres. Compared to most films on the list, there is a fair amount of gore, violence, and gruesome scenes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot, actually. Yeah. The film's one specific scene. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about, and it's rough. Yep. The film's first half is a drawn-out, straightforward Western, but things escalate in a horrific direction in the second half. Every character is well-developed, and, and uh, the acting is top-notch. Horror fans should definitely check this one out for its unique take on the genre that seems to be the paradoxical appeal of many horror westerns. Most of them are downright unique. The western horror genre is not the one that is often explored, but it uh, can provide some truly eccentric and enjoyable experiences. They they need to make more movies like this. The the cast is is phenomenal as well. Because you got Kurt Russell's like the main dude. Patrick Wilson's in it. Uh... David Arquette, fucking Sid Haig is like I was trying to f- remember who like at the beginning there was like some like like total like backwoods hillbilly dudes and Sid Haig is one of them, which is fucking Captain Howard or uh, yeah Captain Spaulding, sorry from uh, from those movies, The House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Yeah, but yeah, dude, it's just it's 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 it, so it, many fucking people too. It, when they say it's a slow burn, for sure it is. In the beginning, the beginning half, the first half of it is it's kind of it's a western, but it's like you know, it's almost like a Tarantino movie where it's more dialogue than anything else. Right. But then right. when the shit starts to go down, it goes down real fucking hard. Yeah, like real hard. Great movie. Yes. I love it. I I give that one easily a. Uh, 
I'm gonna say a nine out of ten in my freaking bourbon trail. It's good, man. It's good. Like <laughs> I don't like. There's not a there's not a lot from that movie that you could really rip apart. Like it's just a solid like. I mean, it's not going to win a fucking Oscar or anything, but it is a, a fucking solid ass movie, man. But like, it, it is it is true to form that what if there were cannibalistic tribes in the Old West? Yeah, and I mean, what got, would happen? You've got a it's got a nine it's got a seven point one out of ten on IMDb, a ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and an eighty nine percent on something called Just Watch. It's it's so, I mean it's it, it's, it's got awesome. really good reviews. Yeah, it's awesome. So those are your movies. This is part one. We're doing two-parters all over the place lately. Damn. We're freaking getting into this shit. So make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. Thank you. Where you can get all kinds of stuff. And again, that the... the our merch is going to be uh, updated. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing a bunch of new shirts, new hats, new stuff in there coming soon. So be on the lookout for that. Get your stuff. Support us. Look cool. You know how it is. I'll make sure they're cool for you guys. And uh, you make sure, though, you get get the old school stuff before it goes away because some of the stuff's going to go away, like the Don't Be a DeSavo shirt and the Switchblade wielding je- uh, Jersey Raccoon shirt. So uh, if you like what you heard from us, yeah. do us a favor. Become a producer of the show. Become a first-class passenger. Head over to the midnight train podcast.com, click on the Patreon button, or go to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast for five bucks a month. Okay, that's the small tier. You can get bigger tiers where you get like free merch and stuff yeah. too, just so you guys yeah. know. You can uh, support the show and get all the bonuses, and uh, we got some cool bonuses on the way. I've got a list of shit. In fact, uh, one of them was actually an idea sent over to us by the old guy himself, Mr. Chainsaw. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to discuss the most absurd laws that are still intact throughout oh, the right, United right. States. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be uh, coming up okay. here soon. And uh, listen, just sign up. It's five bucks a month, not even like a week. It's five bucks. It's, it's a month. You know what I mean? And I understand five bucks, you know, it's, it's a lot of money for a lot of people. And if you can't do it, cool. Just tell people about the show. You know, that's the best way you can do things for us. Yeah. Let people know. But if you can and you want to support us, listen, uh, we, we, we need stuff. You know what I mean? Like we got to get Yuri, like, uh, you know, track suits, track suits. And, and I need Space health rope. insurance at some point. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> That'd be a good thing. Hey, I, you don't, I don't have health insurance. Yeah. You don't need health insurance. They'll treat you and they just never pay them. <laughs> fucking health insurance for I didn't know that's how it worked. I didn't know that's how it worked. They can't turn you away, so they're going to treat you. Yeah. But then you just don't fucking pay them. Got bills forever. I'm not doing that. So listen, uh, don't forget to follow us on all the socials on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify over there. Make sure to review us on there and uh, give us five stars. Also on Apple Music or wherever you're listening right now on uh, uh, what's the other one? Amazon, wherever you listen, which by the way, I've actually been using the Amazon app a lot more lately. I actually I fucking hate Amazon Music. Really? It, it never works for us. Oh, I like it so much better than uh, than Apple. Apple uh, always skips for some reason when I listen I to podcasts. Use, I don't have Apple. So, so what do you use? Uh, on a, I use uh, Spotify right now. Okay. I used to use Amazon. Right. Uh, on a side note, while we're talking about listening to stuff on Spotify and Amazon and all that shit, uh, my new band that I've been playing with, that was jamming with, 
our our first song comes out officially tomorrow on all on all of the streaming platforms. First of all, why was this not brought up earlier? Second of all, what is the name of the band? Uh, Forward to Contact, which we took from one of is our it, is it things. is it French like Forward to Contact or is it no Forward to Contact? Forward to Contact. Okay, and what style yeah. of music is it? Uh, it's like hardcore, like old school kind of hardcore. All right. And your first song yeah. is called? It's called... Fuck. I just totally fucking forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, just look up forward to Dude, contact. Why, why did I fucking just... And you could check out Moody's song. band. Moody is playing um, uh, bass on this? Yes. Okay. Moody's playing bass on this. So yeah, get out there and, and support Moody and his band. Um, also, the uh, the other podcast that Old School Jeff and I are working on is called Generation AFK. Make sure you check that out. That's where they're teaching me how to play video games because I am an idiot and have no idea how to do it. <laughs> so get over there and That's do fantastic. that. Yeah, it's fun times. Yeah. That is fan fucking test. Yes. Now listen. Of course, we the song could. is called "Give It a Rest." By there the it is. We Give should, it a rest. You should know these things, Moody. I know, dude. I don't know why I blanked. I just <laughs> fucking blanked. You put me on the spot, and I blanked. So I check out on the spot. And I check blanked. out "Forward to Contact," yes. and uh, and their new their new single. Yes, Give debut, it a rest. debut single called what? Give it a rest. There it is. All right. Give Actually, it a rest. Actually, so. It, it's uh, it'll be on all the streaming things tomorrow, but we do have it up on our band camp that you could actually go listen to it right the fuck now if you want to. Do you say band camp? Yeah, they still is, got, is that yeah, still a thing? Still, oh yeah. Oh, okay, well, good for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, it's actually up there. You could go listen to it like right the fuck now if you want. Well, to. I'm gonna go listen to that as soon as we're done here because I want to hear. Well, I guess by the time by the time this comes out, it'll already be up on everything. Right. Else. So it comes out on March first. Right. What. March first yeah, is when it's, okay. Yeah, whatever tomorrow. So yeah, when March. you're listening to this, it could be out already. And uh, yeah, go go check it out. Go support that, and then go check out Generation AFK. Subscribe to that. Uh, we have four episodes dropping immediately on March the fifth. It's a Tuesday, so four okay. episodes will drop right off the rip. And uh, do you have any out right now, or no? You're just you're no. stockpiling to, to release. Yep, uh, March fifth. All uh, the first okay. four episodes will be dropping, and then every week they'll come out uh, after that. And we talk about everything from the terminology to the top movies based off of video games to how shitty I am at playing video games. Like it's just, it's a lot of fun. And we have our really good friend, Davey the Vato, our Mexican friend who is in there with us. And he is, Davey, Hey, tell Davey I said hi. I will for sure. He is so hilarious, dude. He's so funny. But listen, we can't thank you all for listening, for staying to the end, for supporting us. And especially to these motherfuckers. To our first class passengers, you Patreon exclusive motherfuckers, I love you so much. Uh, to uh, let's uh, Cassandra Fuentes, Jacob Peters, Stoner Babe right. sixty nine, Tim Karras, Zoe Miller, okay. Tracy Valencourt, Edgar Rodriguez, Jenny Wynn, right. Riley with no last name, Chris Connors, Amanda C, Micah Purdue, Dale Wells, George De Jesus, yeah. Megan McTerry, right. Amanda Dens, Chris Lucas, Joseph Aramo. Nathan, Nathan, I'm sorry, Nate, Nathan Diekman, Caitlin McKinney, Maggie Brothers, Rick Resler, yeah. Miles yeah. Campbell, Brian Gunzelman, right. Pumpkin Escobar, okay. 
Mac Doherty, Janet Cheryl. I want to say Cheryl every time I see it. I'm sorry, Janet. Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Christina Skelton from the Sister Skelton podcast, Maria Gibbs to Chainsaw. The fuck? The fuck? (laughs) Uh, Courtney Batchelor to our really good friend, Katie Brabenick, and of course, my boy, who is in right now as we're recording this in fucking Africa right wow. now in Africa. Him you know what I have to say to that? And his amazing wife are in Oh, there. good for there you. There it is. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's in Africa right now, man. That's pretty sweet. He was at a bar. I, in Africa? I was like getting ready for work at like nine o'clock this morning. And he's like sending me pictures of him in a bar with like an African like, uh, uh, sun or sun sunset behind him because they're like way different time than we are right now. And he said that he's loving it over there. He says it's great and he's having a blast. He doing it just went to visit Africa. I I think it was a wedding. I may I could, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's not a wedding. A wedding in I, Africa. Hey, listen, I went to one in India. So that's your fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> it was because <laughs> oh that food did not agree with me at all. So anyway, Bill, uh, I hope you and your your lovely wife and all everyone out there just don't get eaten by a fucking lion. That's all I'm saying. We'll do an episode about it if you do. <laughs> he did send me a picture and it was uh, he was like, it's a leopard in a tree eating its kill. And my response was, Bill, please tell me that's not your wife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so amazing. And I, I, he's such a great guy and such a huge supporter of the show. So, Bill, you're an amazing person. And I love you to death, buddy. So have fun out there. And to the rest of you, thank you tremendously. And we will be back with part two of this Wild West craziness and all the stories that go along with it. All right. Wild West hoedown. <laughs> get, get, get. <laughs> I don't even know why I keep doing it. <laughs> Fucking rootin' tootin' Wild West showdown. Get, 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 get. You see that? We're going to get some gold. <laughs> all right. That's enough of that. You guys have a great day, night, whatever it is you're listening. Um, the fact yeah. that you even listen to this show is baffling to both of us and we love you for yeah, doing really. it. So really, I, we're trying to figure out what the fuck you guys' problem is. But. <laughs> they are just as deranged as we are. And that's amazing. You guys have yeah, a great evening. Great day. Worse. Say what? I said, I think some of them are probably worse. Well, at least a couple of them. I've met Here's them. In, I've met them in person. Anyway. All right. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Take care of each other. Be safe out there. And as always, choo-choo, motherfuckers. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Peace out. What in tarnation? <laughs> <laughs>